The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, Exactware, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Geek Show Podcast, and welcome. Thank you for downloading. Thank you for listening. And thank you to our sponsors who make this show possible every week. Of course, Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. It's summertime, and there's new stuff hitting the shelves every Wednesday at Dr. Volt's, the friendly comic book store in Salt Lake City. Get started if you haven't collected or read in ages. It's a great time to get back into comic books and go and see them. 2043 East, 3300 South, open seven days a week. DrVolts.com is their website. I'll see you there next Wednesday. Cabin Fever cards and gifts. They are much more than just a card shop. They have always been the one place in the Salt Lake Valley to find weird stuff. The eclectic and idiosyncratic gifts for uh, everyone and everyone on your list. Uh, since they opened their doors in 1982. They are located in the heart of Trolley Square Mall, 700 East, 600 South, open seven days a week, Cabin Fever. And our old friend up north, the law office of Ryan J. Bichelle. If you or a loved one has been injured in an accident or gotten into some legal troubles, you know what I'm talking about. You could benefit greatly by consulting with an experienced attorney. And because Ryan's a fan of the show, he's willing to extend a significant Geek Show fan discount if he takes your case. So contact Ryan J. Bichelle via text or call him 801-893-0095. All right, let's get on with the show. We thought we were doing coke, huh? (laughs) Then die. (laughs) That's an R2-D2. No, it's Anthony Daniels has nothing to do. (laughs) Robots don't eat sandwiches. (laughs) I mean, I'll take an extra math class, and I don't like math either. Doctor says I'll lean up in a while. I'll tell you off the air about how I began to hate the media. Where'd the angel touch you, son? (laughs) I want to know what's in that train. What's in that train? And I'm just like. Geekshow And welcome back to the basement. Woo! Hey. Yeah. Woo! Hey, thanks. Bud. Hi, how are you? Hey, good. I'm pretty good. Yeah. You ready to talk about geek stuff? Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. Let's do it. Let's do a little geek show. Uh, well, then let's introduce the panel. We'll get right to it. Uh, directly across. Ah. Podcast. Across. Across. Podcast. Because Jimmy is here. podcast right and Tony is podcast left. What would leave I'm, I'm podcast askew. Diagonal. Askew. <laughs> Diagonal. <laughs> anyway. Podcast askew. Uh, podcast across. It is Mr. B. Sweet freedom. <laughs> <laughs> ah, food tastes better. I'll bet. <laughs> Air smells nicer. Sleeping in. Sleeping the fuck in. I don't ever remember that. Sleeping in. Oh, I love in it. my life. <laughs> I got goals that was of a, a genuine side. I'm not yeah. gonna, that was. I, I don't know I, how much I've slept in at this point. I know. I. I know. <laughs> I, I used to do it it's all the time. Last time you slept in was cancer. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, I'm not gonna sleep in as as hardcore as I oh. as I have in the past. I'm gonna get things done today. Well, I'm not gonna get up at two. Yeah. <laughs> I actually was gonna make I a got, Facebook. I got shit. I gotta get done this this uh, summer. I was gonna make a Facebook status today because again we're still recording, but uh, I'm a bachelor. And I was going to be like, hey, it's 7.30 p.m. and I just put pants on. Good awesome. for you. <laughs> right? Well, he's getting shit done at his uh, pub quiz every Wednesday night. Lucky 13! Lucky 13. <laughs> eight. Get there early. Get there before 8. Get there before 8. Get a table. Get I'll, a say table. I'll be there. I'll say hi. Yeah. Get some food. Come to the pub. Thanks for coming to the pub quiz, dum-dum. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Dr. Brule. <laughs> <laughs> this is the winner every week. <laughs> he's, he's such a good marketer. Isn't he? <laughs> yeah. 
All right. Oh, sorry. My dead Kennedys suddenly got loud. They got hamburgers. <laughs> and chicken fingers. And chicken finger. Chickens don't have fingers. You know who does not have chicken fingers no. or oh, hamburgers see? is Lee George Cade. Yes. Podcast diagonally. Askew. Askew. Podcast askew. <laughs> so please come see me at Frisch, 145 East, 1300 South, Suite 201. Or we can talk about fitness on Geek Show Fit. Just type in Geek Show, one word, fit. On your search bar in the uh, on on the Facey books, fits the second word, and, right? Yeah, and that's the second word. Uh, and I'm also working on a new series of art for Ooh. those of you who've been asking for. Oh it. yes, I'm excited. The third tier characters of Masters of the Universe. I'll be oh. debuting that. Oh, cool. I'll be, de- I'll be debuting that with Clamp Tra- uh, Clamp Champ and Stinkor. You gonna have Fisto Love in Stinkor. there? Fisto, Fisto will definitely be there. Yes. So. Stinkor is my favorite. Stinkor <laughs> is so fantastic. But Clamp Champ because he was the only. Um, Gentleman of African descent on Eternia. Ooh. Would it be African? I, well, it's space Africa. <laughs> so whatever. What was the same place. Same place. Finn comes from space okay. Africa. What was Afri- the kung fu? There was a kung fu. Uh, that was that was Chopper or uh, Chopper. Yeah, <laughs> it's like that <laughs> droid from Rebels. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was, or his name might have been Karatai. <laughs> something, it was something stupid yeah. like that. You're gonna do uh, Buzz Off as well. Buzz Off, oh yeah, Buzz Off's gotta happening. be there. Nice. Definitely happening. Mossman, motherfucker. Mossman was fantastic. Oh. What was great? What was great about the third tier characters is they were all remolds. They're all the same molds as previous characters, with different armor plates and different paint jobs. So Stinkor is merman, mm-hmm. but he's wearing man at arms chest plate. Yeah, oh, that's and, right. and, and so, just and painted orange. like yeah. a skunk. And Mossman like is beast man, but he's been dipped in flock. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so yeah, I hated just touching the Mossman like action figure. I was like, ugh. Dipped in Flock. Yep, Dipped in Flock. That's my band's name, by the way. So check it out. <laughs> that's the name good. of the episode. Yeah, I was going to say, that's a perfect Excelsior. <laughs> dipped in Flock. Excelsior. Master of Time Travel, Jimmy Martin. Hi, how's it oh, going? Jimmy Martin. Hey, watch me on KSL, Big Movie Mouth Off. Listen to me on the Arrow, Geek Show, Mediocre, and read me in Slug. Uh, what is this week? This is, um, is this Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles week? 13th, I don't know. No, this is uh, Now You See Me Too. We'll do that. Last week was... Last week was the interviews. Last week was the interviews. This week will be the review. Okay. Actually, I could review it because I have seen it, but maybe we'll do it at this the week? end. It's up to you? Yeah, we'll do it at the right. end. Well, we'll talk about it at the break. All right. Uh, podcast left. Yeah. <laughs> Producer and designated driver of the program, Quanti. Hey, guys. <laughs> Thanks for that pause and the punch. That I was, do that, that to make good. you think, did he forget my name? <laughs> Every week. I hope he remembers. <laughs> and every week, he does. And every week, he does. <laughs> this is the time. This I, is the day. I'm never disappointed. He's this going, is the day when that, Pop Pops finally is gone. That, <laughs> ginger to my left. One day, it'll go. <laughs> it'll go too long. I'm sorry. I just, oh, <laughs> got, Andy lost it. Archie. Uh, <laughs> if you can picture the mind, it's going. Rum, 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 rum. Exactly. Rum, 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 rum. The wheels just spinning. <laughs> That's a sequel to Inside Out. <laughs> the, the golden years. Where, where can we find your stuff? Uh, check me out on Twitter if you want at Quad T Tony or on the other podcast I do, The Gadget Spot. You can find that on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher. It's all about gadgets and video games. Thank you very and, much. And Excitable James is on that too. He is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Do, do you have an update for us as far as merchandise goes, Excitable James? Because I was about to go into the, the big spiel here. Yep. <laughs> it sure does. Before we do that, do you want to introduce you our host? share it with us? Yeah. Kerry Jackson. I was going to say, maybe I'll, I'll give him an opportunity to write it down for me or something, and we'll have it for you after the break. 
but yes, uh, hi. I'm just like, he goes, yep. I'm, yeah. I'm, yep. Yeah. All right, thanks for the update. <laughs> sure do. You're as helpful as my radio producer. Um, oh, uh, man, that's oh, that a was... kick in the twat. I didn't mean that, James. I'm sorry. <laughs> I wouldn't say that about anyone except Oh, he's getting up and walking radio. out. Oh, he's quitting. Oh. oh. <laughs> All right. Bye, James. Oh, hey, sad, Tony, James. as you do this, as you produce this, yes. put on the, the Hulk music, like the, the real sad Hulk music. I'll see you at the gadget spot, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> um, hear me kick my radio producer. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. at x96.com. Uh, listen, uh, we are now on uh, this podcast is uh, on Stitcher, which is my preferred delivery. Uh, iTunes. Google Play now. Boom. We're on Google Play now. You just search one word, Geek Show. All right? Anytime you're looking for us, one word, Geek Show. Uh, merchandise, Excitable James. will have an update for us on the other side. Uh, go to geekshowpodcast.com and click on the Merchandise tab. All the proceeds go to the panelists because they are not paid to be here. Uh, let's see. Uh, YouTube. We have a YouTube channel, Geek Show Podcast. Every Thursday, James puts up video. You see our pretty face. You can see us sitting in the basement. There's nothing more exciting. So. <laughs> well, sometimes we get pretty animated. That's true. Uh, we're on the Twitter. We're on the Facebook. We're on the Instagram Geek Show Podcast. And we would ask in your social media stuff, referring to us, use the hashtag Geek Show Podcast. One word. Woo! All right. Good enough. Uh, where do we begin? Oh, the good news. Yeah. Thank goodness that this actor has put himself forward. Jim J. Bullock? To... <laughs> Morgan Freeman. To say, I will be more than happy to help your little film, your... The Star Wars. Deadpool 2. Oh. I would be more than well, happy... Well, because it needs help. <laughs> oh, is this... Uh, I would happy to be Cable... It's uh, Mr. Uh, Perlman. Nope. No. No? Dolph, no. Dolph no, fucking no. Lundgren. Nope. Dolph has stepped in. Because oh, Ron Perlman wants in well, on this, I, too. Whoa, whoa. Let's back off on Dolph, because he just made Kindergarten Cop 2, and uh, didn't yeah. that go straight yeah. to DVD? <laughs> Yeah. All, 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 all I can say is the last time Dolph Lundgren played a Marvel character, things didn't go so well. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, why right? am I here? <laughs> but uh, he's he's just stepped right up and said, I'll be your cable cool. for Deadpool 2. I, I, well, um, I thought you could say, I'll be your cable for food. <laughs> honestly, <laughs> honestly, I think he could do a good job. I think Ron Perlman no. could do a good job. Uh, yeah. He's I got think the he hair. Could. Perlman would be good. I think John Hamm would be good. Uh, this is more of an, an Aaron Eckert, John Hamm kind of a you thing. You think so? Think, was yeah. it John Hamm that, that somebody photoshopped and it looked like Cable? Cable, yeah. Well, okay. And the reason John Hamm would be perfect for it is because he's got the comedic background. He's so. got timing. Yeah, he's got the timing. Ron Perlman's never been funny. <laughs> I was going to say, Perlman's got the comedic timing, too. <laughs> yeah, but Dolph Lundgren's, th- th- those sparks aren't firing off too fast. No, <laughs> no that, you're talking about his neurons in his brain, right? But, uh, right. Yeah. but <laughs> Ron Perlman is... <laughs> Dolph Lundgren? Doesn't he have like a PhD in chemistry? <laughs> I like chemicals. <laughs> <laughs> and Ron Perlman has trouble standing up. But anyway. He does. <laughs> that, that would be my complaint. That would he, be the, he's a little less mobile than you need Cable to be. Not as mobile well, as what, what happened to Ron Perlman? He's, he's just old and... I beat him up. He's oh. got the old. He's got the olds. Yeah, you know he's got that's term- case of the old. Huh? I, I learned firsthand that the old age is terminal. Hey, it is. What? Yes, gets us in the end. Who told you that? Perlman was already in the great Marvel thing. It was that short film for Punisher with. Uh, yeah, it wasn't official. Uh, to me, it was. It was not. A, it, I'm sorry. It was not before a, Daredevil. That was the greatest fucking Punisher thing I've ever seen. That was not a fickle. What laundry day? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, now I rarely read the comments. Yes, but Why? this this time I did on this. Dolph Lundgren stepping on up. 
Yeah. To volunteer. Taking one for the team. Okay. He's not stepping up. He's Wait, begging. One second. One second. You guys knock Dolph Lundgren's intelligence. He has an IQ of 160. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That was in 1985. <laughs> yeah, it was before Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't care, I don't give a shit how smart he is. He can't fucking yeah, act. He does. He <laughs> has right? a master's degree in chemical engineering. Yeah, yeah. Does he have a master's degree well, okay, in acting? So he won a Fulbright scholarship to MIT. Yeah, okay. you know, not not he, in acting. Well, but he sounds stupid. <laughs> I smelled too many chemicals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> too okay. many fuels. But now we can continue. But like I said, I rarely read the comments, but I found yeah. this. This I just thought it was brilliant. This is a nice little comment at the bottom. Hey, Dolph. Why don't you go ahead and fuck off? Wow. I don't know who the right actor for Cable is. I just sure as shit know it isn't you. <laughs> who said this? I didn't just bother. Just a commenter. Just someone behind just a keyboard. Some, somebody behind a Signed keyboard. John I, but I, just, <laughs> I just thought it was, it just summed it up nicely. It just goes, that hurt my feelings. I have no emotion. Uh, he, was, he was great in The Expendables. Yeah. No, he wasn't. Nobody was great in that. You shut your mouth. Those movies were great. Arnold was great in that. I deserve an Oscar. Those were great <laughs> movies, but there, nobody was great in them. That's what made it great. Yep. Yeah, I beg to differ. <laughs> There's my friend Arnold. <laughs> we were both very good in this, uh, this Expendables movie. <laughs> Let's go have a drink. <laughs> You're buying. <laughs> yeah, because he's got all that kindergarten cop two money. <laughs> Obviously, you made more money on the Kindergarten Cop 2 than oh, on, the, right. on the first one. That. That's right. Dolph was in Kindergarten Cop 2. Because yeah. he, he did it the way he got the part as Cable. He stepped right up and yep. said, Just, I will do it. I'll do it. I hope I made you proud, Arnold. You well, did you, a pretty good job. No, I, I learned the hard way. You know, you can get onto any set with a pizza by, uh, pizza costume. You just bring a box and a Domino's jacket. Oh, you, you mean right a in. pizza man costume. Not a pizza costume. Uh, yeah, because oh, yeah. that's different. Oh, oh, you're here for the, the Look at a giant slice of pizza. Yeah. <laughs> I'm supposed to be here. Uh, I'm here to play cable. <laughs> uh, I heard oh. that uh, his next project, yes. Old Dolph's, Twins too. Twins too. Yep. Him and Rhea Perlman. <laughs> why is every? Why is he just going around doing my sloppy seconds? I can do it better. <laughs> you can't do it better. <laughs> Would you like to know the chemical composition of your drink you're drinking? I, I don't know. Do it's that. H2O. I only drink water. <laughs> it pisses for that reason because I know what it is. <laughs> what I. I can tell you that, but I can't act. I just can't. Congratulations on your Fulbright scholarship. <laughs> At MIT, I'm broke. Did you know, Arnold, that you're the only person that I can get acting tips from? <laughs> I'm the only person everyone should be getting acting tips from. <laughs> See how good everyone's doing? <laughs> You've just played man rolling downhill. <laughs> People come to me and they say, Arnold, how do you play a man running, uh, rolling down a hill? And I just show them. I just show them with the rolling and the screaming. <laughs> see how well I've taught you? <laughs> you all do so good. I give you a B minus. And, you know, if you want to see, like, Arnold at his most Arnold, it's got to be Get Your Ass to Mars. It's oh, got to yeah. be. Total Recall. Total Recall. Yeah. Uh, because he does roll down a hill. Mm -hmm. And then at the bottom of the hill... His eyes bug out. Of his his eyes bug out, <laughs> and he did it for real. But they, kept, but they were fine. And were fine. Yeah. And, it's, yeah. and the sound effects are just so. Well, he did all those too. It's just so bad. Paul Verhoeven did not direct that movie. It was actually Arnold, just using the ghost name it was of Paul Verhoeven. 
Found <laughs> footage from his footage. Footage. <laughs> Yeah, he, he was just hanging out. It was his spa weekend with Sharon Stone. And it's weird that we're talking about this because just like yesterday, I randomly, I don't know why it came popped in my head, so I Googled a uh, three boobed girl from Total Recall. Oh, I don't know. Well, which one did you get? The new one or the, the I old got one? both. You got both? Yeah. Oh, the, the new one's high. I know why it popped into your head, Bachelor Week, man. Yeah, that's why it popped <laughs> in my head. <laughs> no one's here to tell me to stop looking at three boob girls. I'll do what I want! <laughs> <laughs> that boob, the three boobs was my idea. <laughs> I don't know which cleavage you put it in I between. I heard the sounds of release and then tears. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh, from my house? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's three or four times a day. <laughs> he's just bleeding, he's just bleeding oh, the God, pressure I'm from the, so AC, the AC. Uh, I need her to come home. <laughs> <laughs> my hand's chafed. <laughs> All right, so speaking of Channing Tatum. <laughs> no, I was going to say, actually, <laughs> I have a segue, actually. Oh, okay. we were talking really? about Arnold. Really? Park it. Perfect. Which leads us to Predator. Yeah. yeah. Which leads us to the new Predator reboot that Shane Black is doing. I love Shane Black, but I think Rodriguez's Predators was amazing. You what? liked it? I, I loved it. I didn't know Which he was one? doing Predator. Robert Rodriguez's Predators. I don't oh, think I ever saw it. I oh, it's fantastic. I didn't see it. I don't think I saw yeah. that one. I'm I'm I mean, he shot it on like 32 bucks. Yeah. Well, and there's being, a whole bunch of Predators. We're being blueberried. You're not. <laughs> no, it really exists. Robert Rodriguez did I'm... Robert Rodriguez did a sequel to Predator called Predators, where the Predators catch a whole bunch of serial killers and murderers, and oh, they take I them to their home that. planet. I they did see that. Okay. Predator dogs. Oh, that was something oh, with uh, yeah. Adrian Brody. Yeah, was Adrian yeah. Brody's yeah. nose kills a guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. I never uh, saw it. it Lawrence, Lawrence Fishburne is oh. fat in an engine. Robert Rodriguez did not direct it, though. <sighs> You're lying. <laughs> <laughs> Who did? Nim- Nimrod Antel. What? That guy it, sounds was smart. Was Rodriguez involved at all? He produced it. I'll check. Find yeah, out. It was we'll a, see how much full so, of shit this asshole is. Tell us about the new Predator movie. We didn't even movie. know about the movie. But the he new, was a producer. Yeah, all right. Oh, okay. <laughs> he gave him the, tw- the 32 bucks to make it. So the new Predator <laughs> movie. Shane Black. Shane Black, who was in the original Predator movie. That's I did right. not know that. I he, never was thought. he the guy that got the Bowie knife through the chest he and was, stuck to the wall? He was the guy who kept telling the dirty jokes. Yeah, the dirty jokes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Uh, I don't. I can't imagine a Predator movie having really good witty dialogue. I, I know, just can't right? imagine a Predator <laughs> movie set during Christmas. <laughs> oh, you know it's going to be. Yeah, that's the challenge. Uh, but he's uh, he's uh, he's trying to put out internet fires before they start. Mm-hmm. Don't. Oh, well, it's unstoppable. Here's what he says. It's not to improve. It's to make it fun. He's talking about the Predator's costume, the the uniform. Okay. He says, I'm not improving it. I'm making it fun. I'm making it different. I'm making it organically different. It looks like Iron Man. <laughs> it's fun. It's got balloons on it. <laughs> well, and he, uses, he uses Iron Man as an example okay. in a bit. He says, there have been a lot of changes to the original design over the years. These different Predator movies have done different things. Ultimately, it's not about design to me. It's about the story that you want to tell. There are a lot of people who are always going to agonize over Iron Man and what color his suit is. Mm-hmm. Or the um, shape of his, you know, yeah. triangle or circle. Maybe this weapon does a new thing, but the story if the story's not good, I'm not going to give a shit about what color the suit is. He says, in this movie, The Predator is what it'll be called. We're doing a lot of upgrades to what you would consider to be the traditional Predator technology and look. But hopefully the story is what's going to drag people in. So he's, he's saying that the, it's going to be the essence of the original look. Mm. But maybe not all together. Maybe they'll get a visor that gives you better vision than Jordy LaForge. Yes, and then hey, and then and then it's set in Christmas. It's okay <laughs> not to go to your local Planet Hollywood and like grab the the Predator outfit and blow the dust off of it. And you know, I mean, like it's okay to make something yeah. new. Yeah, it's right. Okay. You know, Nim- Nimrod and Robert Rodriguez made three or four new suits. Yeah, yeah. I'm okay with it. You should watch that movie, Jimmy. 
It's terrible. I didn't even know it existed until it's, like five it's minutes phenomenal. ago. I mean, it is so good. It's like Planet Terror, but with Predators. I'll watch it. Yep. Uh, now, I'm sticking with Shane Black. Yay! I got a whole oh, thread did, here. Did his did his Western get greenlit? Was it on Amazon or something? It like was that? an Amazon exclusive. Yeah. It was him and Fred Decker. They did an... What's it a, called? Uh, like, Sh- Harm? I think it was called Harm. Fred Decker, is that... Yes. From that TV show? Yes. And they have a production company called Black and Decker. No way. <laughs> I'm dead serious. Oh, I'm what dead was that serious. TV show that him and that girl were on? Uh, Sledgehammer? Oh. <laughs> this sounds like blueberry pie to no, me. No, I don't know what the hell I'm talking about right now. But <laughs> anyway. seriously. Uh, so he's out, uh, well, he was out promoting uh, The Nice Guys, which yeah. is in theaters. Go see it. Uh, very good. Good and, stuff. And he's, being, he's nice. being asked about things like the Predator movie he's working on. He's also asked about Iron Man 3, which I know Shannon likes a lot. I like it. I love it. I love yeah. It. Me too. Uh, I, it, it, Caught a lot of shit from from noisy geek boys in their basements, but uh, but I liked it fine. Yep. Uh, so in an interview, it's he's edge. edge edge. Thank you. <laughs> um, he's talking about it, and uh, he's bringing up some some old. Well, he wasn't thrilled with some of the interference he got from, and, yeah. it, and it wasn't from Faggy. It wasn't from no. the studio. It was from no. actually Marvel. And it gets well. It's it, it it's the one guy who was head of the toy division. Oh, and he's gone now, and that's why yeah. I want to do this story. Uh, he says, we replaced a lot of things in Iron Man 3. Uh, the plot went this way and that way. Uh, Stephanie Stozak's character was much bigger at one point. We had to reduce it. Rebecca Hall's character was bigger at one point. We had to reduce it. All I'll say this is on the record is that there was an early draft of Iron Man 3 where we had an inkling of a problem, which was that we had a female character who was the villain in the draft. We had finished the script. We were given a no-holds-barred memo saying, that cannot stand. We've changed our minds because uh, it won't sell toys as well as a female. Harumph. Well, Harumph. Well, I'm going to tell you right so, now, I, I know for a fact that Iron Man 3 toys didn't sell for shit. Because nope. well, it was so, terrible. That's, that's, why, that's why the director of the toy division at that time is no longer with and us. And that's you. that's the point I want to make. They killed him? Is that, yeah. is that, <laughs> uh, it's that, Marvel. They can do whatever they want. That female <laughs> character was Killian. Yeah. Yeah. Which which was you they know. they realized that that character is is not that big a deal in the comics. I mean, great big deal mm-hmm. in the Iron Man comics, mm-hmm. but that the gender isn't really important. Yeah. So, uh, but that we're talking about Ike Pol- Perlmutter is mm-hmm. his name, and uh, he was involved in the toy division. He's the one responsible for those awful Age of Ultron toys, mm-hmm. by the way. Uh, but he is now out of the filmmaking process. Mm-hmm. He has been removed. I think he's still in charge of the toy division, which is I, sad. I think Ike Perlmutter might actually be in charge of Marvel, like Marvel well, he, Entertainment. He's he's up he's up high, but he's yeah. been removed from Marvel Studios in the whole process. Okay. He's in the basement with a red stapler, which, is, which is why Shane Black's <laughs> able to say this guy fucked up. Yeah, this what guy fucked been a up. Cool story. This is why you didn't have Black Widow toys. It's because right. of him. Oh yeah, he's now been removed from yeah. the filmmaking process, but he's still involved in the toys. Well, by the way, those of you complaining about the lack of Black Widow toys, uh, I would like to point out that uh, at Target, two different Targets, I saw multiple Captain Marvel figures mm-hmm. that you're not buying. Mm-hmm. I saw multiple Black Widow figures that you're not buying. Yeah, if you don't buy them, if you don't buy them. They're not going to make them. Well, yeah, they're you, just losing money. You yeah. got to vote with your dollars, because people. You know what we called those figures in the '90s? We called them peg warmers. Yeah, and we didn't call them peg warmers because we didn't buy them. We bought them. Yeah, but nobody else was. Right. So if you want the female action figures, if you want, you want those characters being made, buy the fucking toy. Yeah, but yeah. they're not going to make them because they're not seeing the suits. Don't see the difference between no. Ray and Black Widow, and Gwen Stacy. Uh-uh. They don't. The, the suits aren't seeing. 
any of that. They don't give a shit about those characters. They don't know anything about those characters. No, they're, they're gonna just saying say, they're looking. Hey, they're did looking, I lose money on that? Yep. I did. Fuck it. Don't make it anymore. They're, they're looking at the dollar signs. Saying, what? What? Yeah. If you look at the Marvel Legends figures right now, there are three different Spider Woman figures. There's the Gwen Stacy figure, which is selling because everybody loves Gwen Stacy. Mm-hmm. But there are uh, the Misty Knight figure from Heroes from Higher. There are all these figures. They're literally sitting on the pegs because people aren't buying them because they're not the showbiz, the hot sizzle property. Yeah, but you know, the suit is going to go. Oh, there's four different female characters sitting on the pegs right now. You're not buying it, so I'm I, not going to make any more. I, I don't even, even go above that. I don't think they're saying there's four female characters. They're looking at fucking skew numbers. Sure, they don't even know what the fuck it is. They don't care. They're just like that one. Yep. Yeah, Why didn't that one sell? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, I think don't, you, don't, don't order anymore. I think you're right. I don't think they even know what the. They don't even know what it looks like. No, they just, they just, just looked. They went. Oh, Gwen Stacy, girl. Okay. Yep. Or five four six four seven. Yeah, that didn't oh, do anything. I, I, yeah. I, do, I, I do think they're looking at the gender of the figure because they're very big on the delineation between so-called boys' toys and so-called girls' toys, mm-hmm. and saying, "Oh well, female figures don't sell on the boys' toys market, so we're not going to make them unless it's a collector's market." Then yeah. they end up in Marvel I'll Legends. Say, earlier in the decision, I mean, like the whole fucking cap on the motorcycle, which yeah. I totally get that. Like that's, that's stupid. Fuck, that's fucked up. But yeah. like I'm saying, like reorders and stuff like that, yeah. they're just looking at numbers. They yeah. don't care. Oh yeah, what sells? It's a business. <laughs> They're not in it for the fun of it. They want to make money? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Shocking. It's all about the shekels. But if you want female <laughs> figures, you got to buy, buy the female toys. And that yeah. means that every once in a while, it's not going to be Black Widow or Ray. It's going to be uh, uh, it's it's going to be May Parker. Yeah. yeah. Or, or Misty Knight, as you Or Misty Knight. Misty Knight's example. a great character. Here's a woman, a great character, great woman of color. Uh, She's going to be in the Luke Cage series. Yeah, yeah. So here's an action figure that you can literally find at every Target in the country. If you make a life-size, like, you know, real flesh uh, Marissa Tomei Aunt May figure, I will buy it. Oh, God, Jimmy, that's gross. <laughs> that's Ew. trafficking. I'll buy one, too. <laughs> it's not trafficking if it's not alive. <laughs> well, when the synth wars break out in a few years and I'm above it all in my dirigible, you'll know that I chose right. You're going to hear more screams, Shannon. <laughs> So can I just? I, this is driving me crazy. Okay. Let's sit here. As we all know, we got an empty mic, right? Yeah. yeah. Why is there a package of black oh, beans okay. sitting that's, here? That, that, that represents I, I, I think that's kind of well, racist. Those are the beans that he those brought. Those are the beans he, that he doesn't know this, how to cook. This was a story that was I realized not told on on the show. <laughs> so no. funny. And so we can tell it now. Our beloved Jay Whitaker, who, uh, he's uh, food stupid, who is who is only gone for a while. Yeah. Okay. He's on, he's yeah, on sabbatical. I mean, we'll everybody that. was acting like sabbatical. he was going to die or quitting dying. the show. No. No. That's what I'm used to, Carrie. I know. <laughs> oh. Or they just mysteriously disappeared and never be heard from again. He, and there's that. I get he's got to be mysterious with what he's doing, but like, I texted Carrie. I go, it sounds like he's going to prison. So you might want to address that he's not going <laughs> so to prison. So I kept, I kept saying, it's business related. That's all. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. None of, you Don't know. worry about it. He'll be fine. Come back with an eye patch and a team assembled. So a few weeks ago, I arranged for. What we called laughingly the the Geek Show Mountain team Retreat Team Building Trust, Trust Fall. Fall Weekend. Yeah, and my my wife actually is the one who put all of it together. Yeah. She's the one that you need to thank for it. She, and so she went on and created a Facebook events page and said there are kitchens in these uh, wonderful suites and we should cook and and enjoy each other's company. And and so she kind of made assignments. Mm-hmm. And one of the assignments was to. That Jay accepted was to bring beans. Was a t- it was a taco bar. Was yeah. it was it was originally going to be a taco bar. I said, "Would you bring some uh, tomatoes? Would you bring some you know some fruits and vegetables? Some salad, lettuce. Yeah, and and beans, beans. and beans." <laughs> well, Jay, <laughs> he brought dry, uncooked bag yep. of beans. 
not realizing what is it? You have to soak them overnight, like six uh, hours. No, you can, you can, if you bring it to a boil first and let it sit for an hour, you can quick soak them. But the best part is, he walked up to my wife, handed her the bag of beans, and said, "I'm food stupid. Cook them, please." And then he walked away. And Rachel just looked and said, "Oh, so you just walk in and hand them to the first woman you see?" And he, he got sad and he said, "No, I hand them to because you're a chef." But does, still. Does, I mean, did, did he not realize that they're canned? His exact words were. I'm food stupid. <laughs> so now my wife and Jay are talking about doing a podcast called Food Stupid with Rachel and Jay. I think it's a great <laughs> Where idea. every week he comes up to her with something like, how are beans made? <laughs> and then they'll, they'll she'll t- teach him how to make beans. And then after 30 episodes, that Jay won't be, be a, food stupid That anymore. would have to be like a visual. Well, it would have to be a video yeah, podcast. It can't, yeah. it can't be. <laughs> it had to be <laughs> on like, YouTube. I can't see anything. But, but with, with Jay's yeah. charm and charisma and rock hard abs and, and my wife's just perfect... Uh, is he going to do it shirtless? Is that what you're saying? I'm, I'm saying he's going to do it shirtless. <laughs> They're while both going to do it shirtless. Yeah. Oh, oh now, <laughs> just kidding, Rachel. Well, give her enough. Give, give, give her enough. Give her enough wine. We'll see where it goes. <laughs> but this is his bag <laughs> of, yeah. of uh, uncooked beans for Holis Negros. You should get yeah. the, You should take those. <laughs> right? You um, should take those to a pub quiz and give them away as a prize. You have I to just, keep I just it. Just kept looking over because I'm sitting right I by think, there and I'm like, no, I think it should black just black beans. Just just stay at his. It's got to stay right there. There you go. And then when he gets Holes back, Negros. When, he, when he gets back, we're gonna go cook those fuckers. I want to take him upstairs and show him how to how to quick soak some beans. We're food <laughs> stupid. Cook those. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Quick soak your beans, pal. After these messages, we'll be right back. Beans with some beans. Doctor Volt's Comet Connection. Let's see what's happening in June at Doctor Volt's. Spiraling out of this summer's blockbuster hit movie, Captain America: Civil War. We have Marvel Civil War 2 spilling over into every Marvel title. Which Marvel hero will shame themselves with actions befitting a dictator? And who will stay neutral? Find out. DC's Rebirth continues this month with new number one issues of your favorite titles. This is an ideal jumping on point for you new readers. And Brian Lee O'Malley, the creator of Scott Pilgrim, has a new comic coming out this month from Image, Snot Girl. Yeah, Snot Girl follows a fashion blogger whose flawless online persona is a facade hiding a hot mess that the creator described as a mix of Sex in the City and American Psycho. Han Solo has a solo series starting this month. Set between A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back, Han is having trouble adjusting to his new role as a hero of the Rebellion and the responsibilities that come with that. Han is on a secret mission for the Rebellion, but has also entered the most infamous starship race in the galaxy. Can he win the race and complete his mission at the same time? Find out. Fans of The Goon rejoice. Eric Powell is back with Hillbilly. Hillbilly is a dark, irreverent tale set in Appalachia following a wandering vigilante armed with Satan's own cleaver and a gigantic talking bear named Lucille. Open seven days a week, 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake City. We'll see you next Wednesday at Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Hey everybody, this is Jimmy Martin for the Geek Show Podcast, and my wife, Kat Martin, has a special offer just for you. Are you tired of dusting your Legos? Yep. Polishing your Funko Pops? Oh yeah. And just cleaning your house in general? Yep. Well, give Kat's Cleaning a call at 801-403-7342 today. With 17 years experience, Kat, that's me, has carefully selected my employees and trained them in all of my ridiculously OCD ways. Check out Cat's Cleaning SLC on Yelp and Facebook, Cat is with a K, to read our five-star reviews and visit catscleaningslc.com for more info. We've even been featured on local news and actually cleaned for local celebrities, including the one and only Carrie Jackson. Oh, thank you. Mention Geek Show for a 10% discount. That's 801-403-7342. Or go to catscleaningslc.com. Cat with a K. Oh, yeah.
Hi, this is Carrie. If you or a loved one has been injured in an accident or gotten into legal troubles, you could benefit greatly by consulting with an experienced attorney. Now, rather than dealing with the issue yourself, text or call attorney Ryan J. Bichelle at 801-893-0095. Ryan's available anytime to answer just about any legal question. He's also a big fan of Geek Show and willing to extend a significant Geek Show fan discount if he takes your case. So contact attorney Ryan J. Bichelle via text or call him at 801-893-0095. Ah, broken news. Welcome to it. We will get back to the episode Dipped in Flock in a moment. Couldn't tell you. Huh? (laughs) Couldn't tell you. Yeah, it's something to do with Moss Man. (laughs) Oh, I think, yeah, because he's... Beastman, because he's Beastman dipped in flock. That's okay, what. Okay, see, so we're not kidding when we say we drink during these things. <laughs> yep. New, uh, not water, folks. <laughs> joining me for broken news, uh, Shannon, Jimmy, and Brian is here. Hey there, Woo! Uh, Brian. Who is for, your podcast again? Uh, Funny Books and Firewater Podcast. It's basically a bunch of drinking men who uh, have a book club where we read trade paperbacks. So we get drunk, pair a cocktail with it, and. And, re- comic and, books. and read comic books. Yeah, don't take yourself too seriously. There is no podcast before Geek Show. We know that. But uh, you know, <laughs> we have a lot of crossovers. So after you're done listening to this episode, you want to check us out. Uh, we're on uh, Twitter, or not, well, we are on that too, but uh, iTunes, uh, Google Play, Stitcher, and TuneIn. And then our website is uh, www.funnybooksandfirewater.com. All right. Cool. Maybe I'll download it while I'm on the road. I appreciate it. Woo! Well, I got some comic book news and uh, coming up. Fantastic. Coming to TV. This is uh, interesting. All right, where do we begin? The big news, uh, that squeal that you heard earlier last week when this was announced was our own Lee George Cade. Yes, the squeal heard throughout the land when it was announced that John Boyega oh, yeah. is cast to be in Pacific Rim 2. Yeah, he's Idris's kid. It's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. So there you go. Good for him. It's high for thought, us. I thought the squeal was going to be me when they announced the new James Bond. Did they announce it? Uh, oh, yeah. I hadn't heard. Oh, I yeah. hadn't heard. I haven't heard a thing. Really? It's Theo, it's Theo James from the Insurgent movies. Are you sure? It's pretty damn confirmed. I was, and I was like... I was all over this morning. I didn't I, see a thing. I've interviewed him at the Insurgent Junket. Super nice guy. Super funny. Like, has the mentality of a six-year-old because he just makes perverted jokes all the time. <laughs> but like, I was kind of like, eh. I don't know. I'll wait and see. I, I haven't seen it in I'll Google it. any of my Hollywood press that I use. It, I swear it was announced, but right. it, it, it seems too young. I was kind of hoping Tom Hiddleston, kind of hoping, just I don't know. Apparently Hiddleston was never even talked to about it. Yeah, that's what I heard too. You know, so that's, that's, that's why I never reported it. Yeah. Uh, that's silly. But it is silly. He'd be perfect for it, especially yeah. if you saw him in that uh, uh, TV show where he was with House. So it was him and House. House? Him and House. House, House, House MD? House was uh, an arms dealer. Oh, oh it was called like the, the Night Watch? Yeah. Uh, the night, night, night Watch. Manager. Manager. Night Manager. Yeah. Night okay. Manager. Cat watched it. Yeah. She liked it. And uh, he, he, had, he portrayed all of the Bondian type uh, uh, attributes there. So, but uh, they weren't even talking to him. Um, ladies love him. Ladies love the My Tom wife Hiddleston. loves him. I will say that. All right. Uh, let's see. Then there was this. I don't know how you feel about this, sir. I probably hate it. <laughs> but it's on a show you love. Oh, okay. And I think it addresses a problem that this show has. Okay. Supergirl. Ooh. Oh, yeah. The Superman problem yeah, that yeah. we have They're talked have about soups before. On there. They're going to have soups on. Yes. The first two episodes of the new season on the CW. Yeah. 
So not it's, just his boots. It's it's not his boots. It's not his texts. <laughs> <laughs> He's not gonna be all blurry. <laughs> <laughs> with the sun behind him yeah. and all that shit. There's this big like rumor, and I think it's actually more like fangirling. That it's gonna be Tom Welling. No. Yeah. It will not be. I, I, It'd be kind of cool. It's going to be Henry Cavill. I think he's up for it. <laughs> Even though I hate... No, God. it's just not going to be him. Yeah. It's just not going to be him. Well, <laughs> it could be Henry Cavill because he doesn't really talk in Batman Superman, so you don't have to pay him the sag wages, right. and so he'll just come in for like 30 bucks a day and just <laughs> stand there and walk away. Uh, let's see. Here's uh, this, this, this one is interesting to me uh, because you know Shane Black's been working on Predator reboot, yeah. and he's also working on this Doc Savage movie. Yep. And he's cast Doc They're trying Savage. trying to make that again? Yes. Okay. It's actually going forward this time because he's got uh, The Rock. He's got Dwayne Johnson. Oh, he's is going a good to Doc be, Savage. He's going to be Doc Savage. People don't credit The Rock as much as they should. The dude has amazing comedic timing. Yeah. And I'm excited to see, was it Central Intelligence? Because I've heard yeah. great things about it because of him. Not He's not even the comedian, uh, comedian part of it because Kevin Hart's right. there, but people are saying The Rock's funnier. Well, he wrote on his, uh, I think it was his Instagram, he says... Uh, Sat down with screenwriters over the weekend to chop up creative and break story over this very cool project. The number one reason I'm excited to become Doc Savage, he is a fucking hilarious weirdo. All right. <laughs> is that The Rock? It's The Rock. Yeah, sounds like him. <laughs> They're going to really camp it up because uh, the character, if you know anything about the character, which very few of us do, uh, he is he was d- designed to be the perfect human specimen. And The Rock is. And so... Therefore, no mistakes. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and if they play him up as this brilliant weirdo, yeah. that could be very funny. Did I tell you the time that when I saw San Andreas and he was in the theater wa- watching it and he was two rows in front of me and we got to leave, I, still, like, I was inches from him? Yeah. The dude is built like a brick shit house. Yeah. It's ridiculous how big that man is. And so it's perfect specimen? Yeah. 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 There he is. <laughs> you, 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 who else would you cast? <laughs> Can't think of anybody. Tom Cruise. Uh, <laughs> Just give him big shoes. <laughs> when I think about how closely we came to a Tom Cruise Iron Man, I shudder. Is that a thing? Oh, yeah. Uh, it came very close. I did not Cruise know Cruise wanted to do it. Of course he did. And they just couldn't get it, get it together. His suit would be so tidy. And then it, it <laughs> got passed along. And Iron Man, the Scientologist. <laughs> and that, exactly, that's where we are now. Uh, let's see. Uh, so two TV series that are coming, both from Kevin Smith. Ooh. Uh, the, the rumored Buckaroo Banzai oh, yeah. uh, series. That makes me happy if is, it happens. It has found a home. He cannot say yet because the ink isn't dry on the contract. I thought he said AMC, actually. Is it now at AMC? I don't know. He was talking. I was listening to his podcast, um, and I think you talked about actually doing it on. I think it's AMC. On my last search, they didn't have a home yet. So okay. uh, uh, the, there's that. But then the Mall Rats series. Yeah, I saw that. What? Out, yeah. Yeah, he's doing ten episodes of a Mall Rats series. It's that, funny because Kevin Smith will be the first one to tell you how fucking bad Mall Rats bombed. Yeah. So like, why go back into that universe? It, <laughs> I liked it. It's, it gained a cult following. Oh, for sure. I could see him. that. It was yeah. very popular. But he, he was also talking about doing a Small Route sequel. Is the TV series in place of the sequel? That is yeah. what he's doing instead, okay. yeah. He, he wanted to do a sequel, but Universal wouldn't let him have it. Gotcha. I guess Jason Lee's not really doing anything. He could come back. <laughs> Maybe he's managing them all now. <laughs> I think Michael Rooker wants to be stopped being stink-palmed. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is one, because I'm sure on your podcast you've read Scarlet, right? Brian Michael Bendis. Uh, we haven't read that yet, but we're, Do it. we've only done like 10 episodes. I've Do read it. it. Do it now, uh, because it's coming to TV. Oh. It's coming to Cinemax. Oh, being, yeah? being developed right now. 
It's a good great story. Read. Yeah. Great read. It's about, uh, if you have not read it, uh, Bendis, who, of course, Jessica Jones and, and all that. It's the story of a woman uh, who decides to uh, start a modern American revolution. Huh. Yeah. Huh. It's, it's, uh, it's and kind, she's nuts. And she's kind of nuts. Yeah. And it's a female Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great read. I, I recommend you pick it up and uh, and take a look at it. That that could be one for your next podcast. It. Remember a- when Cinemax just played the movies that HBO didn't want and then also just played softcore porn? Yeah. yeah it Remember those days? Skinamax when I was in college. Yeah, it was Skinamax. Skinamax. That's right. I miss those days. <laughs> uh, Justice League Dark. Yeah. Is moving forward. As a as a cartoon, as a cartoon, that's fine. As an animated movie, because hey, their animated movies kick ass. Yeah, anything DC animated, yeah. who cares? Because uh, when you know there was all that talk about uh, Guillermo del Toro doing it, yeah, I just kept saying, I just don't see this happening. This I is mean, the unless one... Suicide Squad is a huge hit, I just don't see it happening. Was well, this the one that they like, had actors casted and everything like way back in the day? Kinda. Okay. No, 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 no. That was the Justice League one, right? Yeah, that was just like George, God, George Miller. Yeah, from yeah, Mad yeah, Max. Yeah, so yeah like was, he was giving you like a whole mocap JLA uh, yeah, Justice yeah. League. Yeah, happened. but this is this is animated, and the characters in Justice League Dark are let's see, Constantine, Constantine, um, Dead Santana, Man. Dead Man. Yeah, uh, I think uh, Swamp Thing shows up every once in a while. Well, he certainly could. They're not. They're not going to use the. In, oh, what's her name? The magic lady that's in Suicide Squad. <laughs> they're, not they're not using, using her because she's in Suicide Squad. That's right. And uh, from. Animation to live action to uh, changing the casting. Vixen is going to be joining Arrow. Oh, Arrow. Now, Vixen started as an animated thing that they had online. Yeah. And then the woman who Wait, did her voice... Came on the show. Came on the show. Are you sure she's on oh, Arrow? Oh, no, not she's Arrow. On, she's on Legends of Tomorrow. She's on Legends of Tomorrow. I got yeah. that backwards. Uh, she was on Legends of Tomorrow as the... Or on Arrow as... As, wom- as Vixen. Yeah. As Vixen, the woman who does the voice. Yeah. They're not having her play Vixen on the thing because oh, she's because got a movie career, I guess. Happened. I guess. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're going to recast it because and the and the excuse they will use is this is a uh, another uh, dimension, another time dimensions Vixen. Actually, Ooh. well, what it is the Vixen thing is passed. It's like an oh, amulet. it's passed on. It's like an amulet. That's, okay, that gives them their power. So. It's going to be like one of her ancestors. One or of some, her ancestors. Some bullshit. Here, <laughs> do you want this? You want to be a superhero? Oh, I can't wait for Legends of Tomorrow to come back. I, I think it's a shame that they're recasting it because I thought she was pretty good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. Ron Howard is developing a, from a book, Seven, Eve, Seven Eves. Oh. I don't huh? know. He's, uh, this is the plot. Uh, it's Sounds a, like a douche. It's a novel from 2015. <laughs> Follows the human race as a catastrophic, a catastrophic event leaves them scrambling to survive. Nations band together to devise an ambitious plan to ensure the survival of humanity far beyond our atmosphere and outer space. 5,000 years later, their progeny, seven distinct races, now three billion strong, embark on yet another audacious journey back to Earth. I, I saw Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, true. And I, don't, I, don't need to, I don't think I need Ron Howard. Speaking of that, I saw that they are going ahead. They are developing a yeah. about, so stupid Battlestar Galactica movie. Yeah. Oh, Why? Really? I mean, like, I, I wasn't a huge fan of Battlestar Galactica. It was alright, in my yeah. opinion. But is anybody, like, super fans, are they clamoring for this? Or I, I don't no, Nobody, so. like, I love the show. Yeah. Now, this would be, like, they're ba- totally different. They're retelling the, the original TV show from the 70s, right? Is that how they're doing it? I don't know. <laughs> What's the point in that? That was bullshit. <laughs> but the ship Unless they got a cooler. fucking monkey in unless a... Unless they got the monkey in the robot suit. Unless they got a monkey suit. in a robot dog suit, I'm I, not in. Honestly. I don't think 
<laughs> Pete, Pete doesn't let this happen. <laughs> Get in that dog suit. Remember when he saved Boxy from the fire? Okay. <laughs> with, with mushies. Yeah, with mushies. He got oxygen masks to them. <laughs> of course, in the new Battlestar Galactica, they solved that problem in five minutes. Eject into space. The fire's out. There you go. Uh, Sasha Baron Cohen is going to play Mandrake the Magician. <laughs> That's so weird. <laughs> a lot of people uh, call, well, there's this uh, uh, comic book historian who says that he believes that Mandrake is probably the first superhero. 1934. Okay. And he was in a newspa- yeah, newspaper comics and all yeah. that. So uh, Sasha Baron Cohen is doing that. He's not writing or directing, so it'll be good. I, it might be good. All the ninety-year-olds I know are so excited. About it. <laughs> I know. I was like, okay, so you have rights to Mandrake, do you? I don't know. Fucking yeah. public domain at this point. <laughs> Basically, I I'm could still... go make. I think I could go make a Phantom movie if I wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> you want to put it together? Yeah. Billy Zane's got nothing to do. Let's do it. Give him the sequel. I'm gonna do. What's the lady that gave advice? Uh... <laughs> Dear Abby. No, the comic book. <laughs> oh, oh, um. I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> Mary Worth. Mary Worth. <laughs> I'm going to do a Mary Worth movie. Who went counseled your friend suicide. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still bummed he's not doing the, the Queen thing. It really pisses me off. Yeah. I think it would have been great. The, the members of Queen did not want a warts and all story. I saw a, I saw a, <laughs> a great cosplay at the Phoenix Comic Con. Uh, a dude was dressed as Freddie Mercury from uh, the I Want to Break Free music video where he's like in drag with a vacuum yeah. cleaner and he had a vacuum cleaner like oh, just going funny. down and somewhere in that vacuum cleaner he had his speaker just playing <laughs> oh, funny. I want to be free. and he just had the he had like the huge mustache and the long hair it was hilarious oh, brilliant so whoever that man was congratulations you win <laughs> it also could have just been the lead singer of Foxy Shazam <laughs> that's true could have been Sasha Baron I Cohen. love that band that's amazing yeah um, and the new Macklemore single has the lead singer on that is on oh, that oh really yeah that uh Downtown, the the female voice you hear yeah. singing, that's downtown. the lead singer of Foxy, Foxy yeah. Shazam. That's her. <laughs> yeah. Downtown. Okay. And then finally this. Some of us at this table remember Howard the Duck, the movie. Yeah. Oh, remember th- that duck had tits. That one duck had tits at the beginning, yes. Yeah. And it had, like, play duck. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And uh, we all remember uh, Leah Thompson. Yeah. Marty's mom. And she fucked She that fucked duck. Howard the Duck. With a little ducky condom. We're getting a sequel with a kid? No, but Beverly has been missing from the Howard the Duck comic that I've been reading. Is it, was that her name in the movie? Beverly uh-huh. is, the, is the character's Leah name. Leah Thompson, okay. But both Beverly and Leah Thompson are in this issue yeah. of Howard the Duck. <laughs> How meta. <laughs> the, first, the first part of it, and, and again, it's, it's such a good little comic. The first part of it is, is Howard uses some sort of time portal... To find Beverly okay. and you know talk to her about you know hey let's get back together and she's mm-hmm. like no you, you know every time we do it's like giant killer robots come and <laughs> you know I'm, I just want to take it easy for a while and so they have this nice touching scene and it's very well written and then Howard gets back to his detective agency and there on the last page <laughs> is Leah Thompson yeah. who appears and says uh, uh, my name's Leah Thompson and I need your help finding a missing person. Myself. Ooh. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds okay. like a story for Howard the Duck. <laughs> so she's both in the in the yeah, and and I I just found this great quote from uh, Chip Zadarsky who who writes it, very funny writer. Uh, she was center of two pivotal movies for me growing growing up, the one where she sleeps with a duck, and the other where she tries to sleep with her time traveling son. <laughs> with her son. <laughs> 
you look at it in that aspect, and it's kind of fucked up. <laughs> yep, that whole movie. He uh, he's, he goes on to say, I lived in a small town, and my friend Terry and I would rent the VHS tape over and over. We both agreed that the titular song played at the end of the movie by Leah's band Cherry Bomb was one of the greatest songs ever. <laughs> we used a microphone to record it from our TV speakers so we could listen to it whenever we wanted. You kids are sick. What's right. with this robot cat? Uh, that is a robot cat that uh, Howard's landlord of the office building. <laughs> it's part robot, part cat. Because like, it's like, I'm Leah Thompson. I need help finding myself. And the girl goes... You can tell she's an actor. What a great dramatic pause. <laughs> and then the cat's sitting there and it says, Biggs, no care. Pet Biggs now. <laughs> Biggs. It's the name of the robot cat. Uh-huh. Uh, so there you go. That's what I got. Um, did you... Uh, oh, stay till the end. Yeah. Because Jimmy interviewed the cast of Finding Dory. Finding Dory, the cast, and the director and producer as well. So you got... Um, it's uh, Ty Burrell. Ty Burrell, local. Local, owns a good old Bar X. We talked about that. Bar and, beer bar. and the beer bar. Not the, uh, yeah, not beer bar, but, uh, or, and beer bar. Um, Caitlin Olson. Most mm-hmm. people know her as Sweet D from uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. She looks like a bird. She looks like a bird. <laughs> she looks like, she's actually funny as shit, too. Uh, then uh, the director, Andrew Stanton, who did. Oh, he's good. He did the first one. He also was the voice of Crush. Uh, you know, Roy Jess, like that one. And then uh, he's also, in this one, he not only plays Crush, he plays a loudmouth clam who complains about life nonstop, <laughs> which is actually really funny. And then I'm trying to find the producer's name. Her name is uh, Lindsay Collins. Uh, I think she was a producer on the first one, too. But The Big Room, uh, which was awesome to be in, uh, first, Ed O'Neill, good old Modern, Fa- modern Family, uh, Married with Children, Al Bundy. Yeah. Man's a genius. I love that man. Oh, really? And then uh, Ellen DeGeneres. Good old Dory herself. They, so, they were the big get. They were the big get. So then, you've got those at the end of this. At the end of this episode, awesome. you will hear all three interviews. All right. So there's that. And then uh, reviews. We can do some oh, reviews. Oh, let's see. Now, do you want to give a more comprehensive review rather than... Because <laughs> last time I broke news, I was here by myself. Yeah. And Jimmy was texting in his review of Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles. Yeah. I got a review. <laughs> Did you see it? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I got a review of Preacher. Oh. Oh. Still meh. How One, many episodes have there been now? I've only seen... Two. Since- I've only seen the one so far. So. Uh-huh. 10% less mad. My attorney, Ed Brass, is all in. He loves it. 10% less mad? Yeah. So you're, you're digging a little bit? No, I'm 10% less mad. <laughs> oh, okay. I was excited because I think they introduced the uh, Santa Killers. Yes, they did. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So that's 90% mad. 90, 90%, I'm still 90% mad. 90% yeah. mad? I don't think we'll see the Santa Killers until like the end of this season, though. Well, you said Probably. one and a half out of four before, so you weren't 100% mad. So that's... Meh. Math wise, so you're probably sixty five percent mad. I'm not mad. I'm meh. 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 I don't care about it enough to well, be might mad. I, might I recommend another show for you? What's that? It's uh, Mr. Kirkman. Uh, oh, I heard oh, about I taped this. it. Out, outcast. I, I mean, I taped it. That's how old I am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just haven't watched it. It's really good. Is it? I've yeah. heard well, good things. About the, demonic possession. Just right? the first episode. Well, maybe it's demonic. Yeah. We don't know. Uh-huh. They they. You know, yeah, they they kind of lead you down that path, but they don't lead you completely. Yeah, as to Kirkman is just huh. cash and checks. Amen. Gotta go to uh, the bank again. But that I only I've only seen the first episode. But it was really good. I hope they make Invincible. Won't that be cool? No, I I imagine they will yeah. eventually hmm. somewhere. Be cool. All right, Ninja Turtles two. Nin- Ninja Turtles two, and I, I heard you introduce out of the shadows. Out of the shadows is what <laughs> I it's called. Remember what it was? Yeah, <laughs> it's not very memorable. Title. Ninja Turtles two apocalypse. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Electric Boogaloo. Yeah. So th- the story is, you know, from the first one, um, turtles are still. Uh, they find out that 
Shredder's arrested and on his way to prison uh, has an escape. And so they're there to, uh, to stop it. But then something happens where a dimension portal opens up and Shredder escapes out of it. And they're like, what in the hell was that? You know, and it turns out it's Dimension X. It's Krang. Oh. Krang pulling Shredder out okay. and saying, I need, I need your help. We're going to build this thing, you know, basically bring the Technodrome to, uh, Earth. to Earth and yeah. basically conquer that fucking planet, you know? All right. So here's the thing, like, you know, and I kind of said in the text, but yeah, I mean, this is by no means, I mean, a lot of the jokes don't land. Some of the stuff's just stupid, but it is a huge step in the right direction. From, from what the first one was. Because the first one sucked. The yeah. first one was, was a piece of shit. The first one hurt you. It did. Oh, I, was, I, I literally walked out of that movie mad. I was just like, what the fuck, you know? <laughs> and so, like, how can you fuck up that bad? This one, they embraced the cartoon. They embraced what this whole, what, what everybody loved about it, you know? Um, CGI looks good. Uh, the action sequences are fun. Uh, Bebop and Rocksteady are pretty fun. Like, I, and I think I said in the text that like they they kind of push Shredder to the side. Like they're like, "Well, oh, good, you go take care of this." And then so th- there's like two or three action sequences with just Bebop and Rocksteady while Shredder's fucking around with Krang, getting ready to for the ultimate battle. You know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I I had a good time with it. A lot of s- stuff was still, meh. but yeah, I would say if you if you're a Ninja Turtle fan from the cartoons, go check it out because I think you'll enjoy it. Wait, so. I think you put it best is that. It's giving you everything that you wanted from the cartoon, yeah. but it's being given to you by a very bad man. Yeah, well, it's, every, yeah, it's what I, I've said that a lot of times. It's, it's like getting your greatest present ever from your stepdad. Yeah, like, you know, like you, you're like, I want this, thank you, but I want it from my real dad. You know, like that. So, but uh, yeah, no, but it's it's good. You know, I I, I had a good time with it. My, I took uh, I saw it down in Phoenix. We were down there. They let me go to their press screening, and I took um, my nephew to it, and he loved it. Oh, like, good. I had a great time. How old is he? It. He is eight or nine. Oh, well, there. there you go. Yeah. That's that's who it's yeah. for, yeah. really. Yeah. And he doesn't really know. I, I don't watch that new cartoon. He watches like the new one. Yeah. And so he kind of knows a little bit about the Turtles. I don't know how if they embrace Rocksteady and Bebop and all that. I don't but. know. The, the I saw one episode of it, and it was, it was good. Yeah, it was, right. I saw Bebop and Rocksteady toys for the oh, toy okay. line. So. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think if you like it, you'll enjoy it. It's it's definitely just, I, I'm excited for the next one. I'll say that. If any, if anything, I'm like, okay, yeah, you guys are kind of getting what, what we want. Mm-hmm. So. Go that way. All right. I didn't. I think I told you too that Michelangelo doesn't try to fuck April the entire movie, <laughs> which is really good. Really good. Uh, you, st- you gave it two, right? Two I was at two and a half. Two and a half. Give or take. Yeah. Okay. Um, and the one I also forgot to text you about that I'll review real fast was a pop star. Pop star. This is uh, Andy Samberg in the Lonely Island. Uh, it's shot like a mockumentary, and it's just a, and it's funny because it's kind of their true story in the sense that like Andy Samberg is like blown up because he was on Saturday Night Live. He's on Brooklyn Nine Nine, and so all his the two guys, uh, his partners in Lonely Island. No one really knows them, you know? And so that's kind of how this movie plays out. It was where, like, they're kind of the backups. You know, one was actually kicked out of the band. The you know, And he plays uh, Connor for real, I think is his name in the movie. And so with all that said, if you've seen the trailer, mm-hmm. you saw 80% of the jokes. Really? Yeah. And not only that, I mean, they kind of shot themselves in the foot. And I've said it before, and, and I'm really trying to adhere to it. I'm just, it's kind of like saying I'm going to stop smoking for my New Year's resolution. I'm really trying to stop watching trailers. Especially for comedies. Comedies is comedies, what, that's, yeah. that's where I'm kind of fine-tuning, though. Because if I'm going to watch a Star Wars Rogue One trailer, I'm going to watch it. You know, But yeah. for comedies, they just fucking ruin everything. Yeah. So if you saw that, and then the other thing that they shot themselves in the foot, if you saw the season finale of Saturday Night Live. Yeah, and I, they, I saw a video. There, the, yeah. the SNL digital short, uh, Fucked Bin Laden or whatever. Yeah. That that entire song is in the movie. Now, it's not the music video version, but it's him on stage. So like the joke's gone. Like, you know, like you're sitting there for five minutes going, yeah, I, already, I heard this already. You know, like, fine. So I laughed, but if I had, I'm at like two stars, give or take. 
But like, if I had not seen any trailers, no digital shorts, I probably would be at three, three and a half. But I was sitting there bored the entire time because I'm like, yeah, I know the joke that's coming, you know, except for Judd Apatow's dick in my face for 30 <laughs> seconds. You hear about that? No. Yeah, there's a scene where he's in a limo and all of a sudden this guy just ticks his dick out and just flop. So you couldn't see this guy. You'd freak I, out. Yeah. I, it's the longest dick take I've seen. Like, it's just sitting there and like, and he's kind of just like bouncing it. And uh, Andy Samberg is looking away, like yelling at the guys in the limo. And it, you just see this dick just bouncing behind his head. And it, he thinks it's. All these girls want you know they they want him to sign their tits and he goes you know what I will sign some tits if I want to and he turns out he's like oh Jesus like that you know <laughs> and it's this giant dick in his face rumor is that it's Judd Apatow you it never, probably is you never see his face but he's just this giant dick so well I know good I know, on him I know Hollywood listens to this podcast sure so let me just say this hey Hollywood you comedic films you comedic filmmakers get in your contract somewhere that you have to have final say of that trailer before it goes Something. out yeah. because this is happening a lot i mean we've we've seen it with the ghostbusters trailer yep. uh, it's happening all the time yeah so i but it also is, i mean well i say it's partially our our fault for watching them but they're everywhere yeah. even like if yeah. i'm like sitting there at a screening sometimes the like you know it's like a warner brothers screening They'll want to show you two or three Warner Brothers movies that are coming out. So, what am I supposed to do? Sit there and close my eyes and plug my ears and scream? Like, you know, yeah. I can't, I can't, well, I'm kind of fucked. You know, you know? Was the worst man, was the Vacation remake. Oh, yeah. Which was a funny fucking movie. But yeah. they showed just about every single joke. Yeah. And like yeah. all the trailers. I finally got around to seeing that. It, was, it wasn't bad. <laughs> or, if yeah. anything, if you're going to do that, I, at least with a lot of these movies nowadays, you know there's different takes and different punchlines, then use the ones that aren't in the movie. So when I think that it's going to go one way, do you know? then all of a sudden it's another way and I'll be surprised by it. Yeah. Either way. All right. But it's... You, yeah. It, I'm at like two. You two. know, if you saw the... If I didn't see the trailer, higher. So, and if you like Lonely Island, you'll enjoy it. So... Okay. There you have it. Uh, two stars. Yeah. Four. Pop star. Finding Dory. Uh, Finding Dory. Yeah. It, did you know it's been 13 years... Since the first one, I thought I read that. It's ridiculous. Time wow. flies, man. Um, yeah, the whole story is uh, they kind of play with the words because she's never really lost in the sense she's finding herself because she's got the short term memory thing. It's all about her short term memory loss, and it's all about her trying to find her parents, and she just wants to find out kind of like who she, where she came from and stuff like that. And so uh, Marlon, who's Albert Brooks, Dory's obviously Ellen, Ellen DeGeneres, and Nemo. It's a new kid this time, so it's not like it's been thirteen years in. <laughs> in the story itself, yeah. it's only been a year. Oh, since, okay. Because they actually kind of recap how she grew up and then where she, what she was doing right before she ran into Marlin in the first one. They kind of redo that scene again. Oh, okay. And then it kind of then it says one year later, and then so that's what happens. Uh, but they find themselves at uh, basically like a research facility. Kind of, I, I wouldn't say SeaWorld, but like because it's not abusing animals; it's more <laughs> trying to rehabilitate them and like and uh, release them. All right. And so, uh, yeah, they, you meet a slew of characters that are great. Uh, like we said earlier, uh, voiced by Kate, uh, Caitlin Olson and, uh, as a tiger shark, I believe. Ty Burrell is a whale with a what do they call it? The echo um, sonar. It's like the sonar. Yeah, yeah. That he's like so basically half the movies. Ty Burrell's no shit going. Woo, woo. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> so and his, and his sonar is kind of fucked up. So like he's trying to learn how to use it because again rehabilitation. Uh, yeah, it's funny. I watched the original the day before I saw the screening. Mm-hmm. That movie is perfect. The first one. Oh yeah, it's it's Absolutely. one of Pixar's best movies. So it's kind of hard to follow that. Is this one as good as that one? No, it's not. But I still had a great time. It's Pixar. They usually don't fuck up. Usually you know? not. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, car, cars too. But um, <laughs> no, I had a great time with it. It's it's a funny story. Uh, I'm not going to ruin. It's it's in the interviews, but I will say it's one of the funniest jokes that involves Sigourney Weaver. Not, I'm just going to say, if you want to see a funny joke, listen. All right. So, yeah, I'm at three and a half. <laughs> three and a half? Yeah. With Finding Dory. That's pretty good. Yeah. All right. Good time. Cool. And I think that's all of them. All right. All the ones out. I didn't see Warcraft. 
Haven't really heard anything good or bad about it. Uh, it's killing overseas. That's what Egg said it was going to do. Like It's like, completely destroying China, especially. Really? It's just destroying in just about every market except for here in America. I think it looks terrible. But, yeah. You know, but it's Duncan Jones. It's David, that's, David I thought, Bowie's yeah, kid. That's what I thought we had something good there. He did, Um, was it Moon? Moon and... and uh, what was the one oh, with yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal on the train? Oh, yeah. I can't remember the name of it. But I it's like remember It's kind of like Groundhog Day, but like... <laughs> oh, uh... <laughs> I can't remember. It's they're, a great movie. They're going to make a TV show out of it, too. Right? They are. That's right. Oh. Yeah. It's kind of like Quantum Leap. A little bit. Sort of? Like, yeah, it's weird. Okay. Anyway. Oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> and, and none of us can remember the name. Yeah. It's one of those titles that yeah. they, they give to movies and you can't remember what the fuck the title is. Yeah. It and should be Time Travel Train. Time Travel Train. You'll remember that shit. <laughs> you know? I can't remember what it's called. Just call shows what they are. You know? It's going to bug the shit out of me if I don't do this the fuck out of me right now. I hate that. Hang on. I'll find it before we all Look lose our damn Look minds. Look it up. Uh, anything else? Source code. Source code. Source code. Yeah. See, you know, <laughs> terrible no, name. That doesn't mean anything to me. Thank you. Uh, Three hundred pub quiz. Oh, I guess I will. Oh, do that's that right. For that. Oh, you you will. Which is not. When when is the three hundred? Because this is the thirteenth. We're, we're canceling pub quiz this week because me and uh, Brian are out of town. And then speaking of that, out of town because you're coming to the same place as yeah. I am. Uh, listeners in Denver. Uh, this coming up weekend, uh, whatever the days are, Friday to Sunday, Kat will have her booth at Denver Comic Con. So I don't know the booth number. Should be under Altered Landscapes. So find yeah. us there. And you'll be there? I'll be there too. Uh, yeah. June 22nd, 300th pub quiz. June yeah. 22nd is? Yeah. Wow. And also, uh, if you're in Denver, uh, I think you're going to see me on television because uh, I call him my junket boyfriend and his name's Chris Parente. He's uh-huh. in Denver. Great guy. Uh, he's like, you're coming to Denver? You're coming on my show. With that, so I think I might be on the... Uh, you'll see me at Shotgun <laughs> Willies. <laughs> uh, oh, how was how was Arizona? Did I understand some thank s- you some listeners found you? Yeah, some listeners found you. Thank you so much to Phoenix uh, once again. Cat crushed it. It was amazing. Uh, and then listen to our friends as the Rocky Horror Podcast. I think they have one. I know again, there's no podcast before us. Exactly. I, I know the rules, but uh, great <laughs> you, people down there. But you were on it. Uh, kind or of in the sense, uh, they, they did a live show from there, kind of like what we do. Mm-hmm. And so I, I went to go check them out and, uh, I asked them a question because, and maybe, maybe you guys could answer it too. Um, cause it's all, their whole show is about Rocky Horror. Okay. And I just saw like Fox release this like 30 second teaser that they're doing a whole new Rocky Horror picture yes. show. Yeah. yeah. So I said, kind of like in the same sense of Ghostbusters, I was like, does this make you excited or do you think something shouldn't be fucked with? Or does it make you excited in the sense that like a new generation is going to see Rocky Horror Picture Show, and then maybe they'll find the original as well? Mm-hmm. And they kind of were like, "Yeah, like you know, first of all, I'm not going to judge it till I see it, you know, which is good answer because it's the best one." And then uh, they were like, "You know, and if it's good, it's good. If it's not, I've still got my original." <laughs> well, here's the thing: is that Rocky Horror was a play before it was anything. So is it's, that right? Yeah, yeah it's, the Rocky it's, Horror shows in London and, uh, and then. Oh New York. yeah, they did talk yeah. about that. It's, it's been done in so many different iterations sure. that, that this is this is not you know a purist thing. Yeah. If anyone is a purist about it, then they're an idiot. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it, Rocky Horror, I've always loved it. Yeah, I've always I've got Rocky Horror action figures over there. The question I is never, if you can replace Tim Curry though. That's where it gets tricky. It is tricky. Mo- to I don't. Well, do it's well, Laverne Cox. Yeah. yeah. From uh, Orange is the New Black, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. That works. Yeah. Uh, it'll be interesting. Everybody has their own interpretations. I've seen I've seen the play a few times. I've seen them, you know, trying to do impressions of the movie, and then I've seen them trying to do their own thing, and it's uh, it's interesting yeah. every time. I, you know, again, I, I always agree exactly 100% with you, is if you don't like it, don't watch it again, and you still have your original. You still have your original. <laughs> I mean, fine. there's an anniversary edition Blu-ray, I'm sure, of the movie, so yeah. don't worry about it. There you have it. Exactly. All right. Oh, and I forgot to say. Yes. 300th Pub Quiz. Uh, we're going to get some cool sponsors, going to have some c- cool gifts. And for some reason, 
<laughs> Every hundredth pub quiz, we give away a sword. <laughs> I don't know why. It's just something started happening. The real sword? Yeah, we're giving away a sword. Where do you find swords? I mean, I know, they, ex- I know they exist, but like, you know, is there West a sword, sword store? When I was living out there, there was like, I was, there was like a sword and bong store like every 30 feet. <laughs> <laughs> is it any like, like, a, like a movie sword or something like that? Like, Last time I gave away Jon Snow's sword. Oh, okay. I, that, apparently that was a popular thing at Phoenix Comic Con. All these people were walking around with boxes. Like like cardboard boxes, like you know, long, and I was like, "What's in there?" And the guy's like, "Oh, I bought so and so's sword from Game of Thrones or something like that." And I was like, "I was like, that's weird." And I go, "You have to keep it in the box." He's like, "Yeah, it's the rules, like you, because know, it's a weapon." Yeah. And I go, "Yeah, but I just saw two people walk by with full on metal baseball bats, and one of them had barbed wire wrapped around it, real fucking barbed wire." Yeah. And I was like, "So you can't have your sword out?" <laughs> like, I was like, "What the hell is the difference?" Cons have got to get their uh, weapons policy <laughs> well, straightened was, out somewhere. Made me laugh too, because then like they had this like booth you have to check in, like you know, weapons check kind of thing, and they put like a little yellow zip tie on it. Yeah. I, I think that's so security. If like you pull it out, they don't just blow your head off. Yeah, because like it's got a yellow zip tie on it. Like, you know? It's useless now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's a magic zip tie. It's enchanted. <laughs> Before I forget, uh, Nintendo sent me a Kirby uh, Planet Robobot. Uh, on the Nintendo 3DS, and apparently they're doing kind of a push, oh. for, for, a push for Father's Day. Oh, as it would be a good Father's Day gift. So, if your dad likes 3DS games, go check out Kirby Robobot. <laughs> <laughs> Boom! My dad, oh. my dad would just go, "A what? <laughs> <laughs> Is this a coaster?" <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, and if you're in uh, Utah and want to drive up to Logan, I'm doing like three of the four shows at the Lyric Rep in Logan. Uh, they're doing Arsenic and Lace and Baskerville, which is basically like a comedy version of the Hounds of Baskerville and then they're doing Sing in the Rain which I'm not doing and then they're doing uh, You Can't Take It With You so a bunch of classic comedies so if you want to go have a good laugh I was in You Can't well. Take It With You who'd you play? the guy what couldn't take it with him I think I, I played the uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, 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 the priest who was the priest? The, I think oh wait no there's a priest I, in I the show? I was, Jesus Christ it was high school I can barely remember <laughs> yesterday alright let's get back to the episode <laughs> Dipped in flock. Dipped in flock. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Pleased to enjoy. At Fresh Eatery, we're on a mission. We want to change the world of food. If you can't pronounce the ingredients in your meal, you probably shouldn't eat it. At Fresh, you don't need a PhD in chemistry to know what you're eating. Tasty sandwiches and wraps, wholesome soup, salads, and daily specials to power you up and keep you going strong. And if that's not enough, we've got a full-service coffee bar and decadent treats from Cakewalk Baking Company. Students get a 10% discount with their ID. We're open Monday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. at 145 East, 1300 South, Suite 201. You can call ahead for takeout at 801-906-8277 or get delivery nearly anywhere in the Salt Lake Valley through TooLazyForFood.com. Fresh Eatery, saving the world, one bite at a time. Hi, this is Carrie. If you or a loved one has been injured in an accident or gotten into legal troubles, you could benefit greatly by consulting with an experienced attorney. Rather than dealing with the issue yourself, text or call attorney Ryan J. Bichelle at 801-893-0095. Ryan's available anytime to answer just about any legal question. He's also a big fan of Geek Show and willing to extend a significant Geek Show fan discount if he takes your case. So contact attorney Ryan J. Bichelle via text or call him at 801-893-0095. Did your recently out gay dad just graduate in film studies at the U? What a coincidence, you lucky dog. Uh, Get all of your dad's accomplishments gathered together in one big gift bag at Cabin Fever. Think about it. It's Pride Month, check one. Father's Day, check two. Middle of college graduation for most four years institutions, check three. 
Proud to be an American indeed. So what to put in the gift bag? Well, for starters, how about a small gay pride flag? Or how about those vintage pens available in both uh, men and women that when you turn them upside down, the swimsuits come off? Yeah, they have those. And because he's above all else your dad, Cabin Fever has a myriad of gifts for dad, including a stainless steel combo locked Bond-like briefcase that when you open it, Perfectly molded black foam holds the ultimate six-pack of beer. And as for film studies, it's an easy one. Cabin Fever is host to an array of film reference coffee table books, including alternative movie posters, uh, Terminator and Alien Vault books, even Graphic Thrills, a complete movie poster guide to the early days of 70s adult cinema. Yeah, they have that too. Located in the heart of Charlie Square, the corner of 500 South and 700 East, it's Cabin Fever. So much more than a card store. Cabin Fever. And we are back. Woo-hoo! Fuck yes, we are. Fuck yes, we are. Part two. Yeah. All right. Language. Ha! You fuck face. Now, <laughs> Seb's close. It's, 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 I'm glad that the uh, United States Army went to the trouble to answer a very important question with all of the things that they've got to deal with. They took the time to answer this vital and, well, it, of national importance. Well, you've got when, my curiosity. So the question is... No, when, we don't want Jimmy in our platoon. When will the drones be in charge? <laughs> nope. Responding to a Reddit thread. Okay, it starts out. Yeah. Oh, okay. Here we go. Yeah. Sexy. An official army spokesman, Wayne Hall... Oh, yeah, Wayne. <laughs> ...answered the question... Why can't a woman be more like a man? <laughs> oh. That's from my fair lady. Come on. No. The plumbing's different. Answered the, the question. Plumbing's different. <laughs> well, that would have been a very short play. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there, I did it. I solved it. Wouldn't have had to have that whole musical number at all. Yeah, who yeah. cares about that? That's Rex Harrison's greatest performance. Just get to the point. <laughs> so the army, or, or not the point. The army <laughs> answered the question: Is Captain America entitled to back pay? Oh, oh, <laughs> Def- definitely veterans' benefits. Yeah, he was still under their service. He was on their mission, missing in action. So I guess the question would be if you're a PO or if you're missing an action for a number of years, you're entitled to benefits for those missing years. Well, you're still on the clock technically. Yeah. You're not sitting at home with, mo- you know, was the wife de- and kids. Was he declared dead because I think that's a technicality that can come up. Mm. Would you like to know? Yes. yes. <laughs> Apparently he's got the fucking answer, you guys. Uh, well, we can speculate. <laughs> we, we're not here to just read press releases. God damn it. All right. Yeah, if we want to do that, we'd be on the radio. Here's what Wayne Hall said. <laughs> If Captain Steve Rogers were not a fictional character and the circumstances surrounding his disappearance and recovery actually real. He's not he's he's fictional? Yeah. <laughs> it depends sorry. on who you ask. We need to have a conversation with A few Wayne. weeks ago, if you asked Fox News, he's very real. <laughs> um, <laughs> he may actually be entitled to receive back pay. However, a wide variety of variables would have to be taken into consideration would actually calculate the true amount of back pay to which he would have be entitled to receive. They estimate roughly three million dollars. Oh wow! wow. That's, that's, a, that's that's a lot of Applebee's. You know I would uh, I would freeze myself for seventy five years for three million bucks. But he didn't have do all it your on, friends and family die, and you just you know do it yeah. Who purpose. cares about them? Yeah, nope. God, I got three million dollars. Get <laughs> <laughs> that shit raised. But in, in seventy five years, that three million might just be like three hundred. Oh. You know, I mean, thanks for ruining it. I mean, Gary. think about it. You know, back in the eight, 60s and 70s, when they said well, he's got a million dollar contract at Warner Brothers and he's the richest man in Hollywood, and nothing now. Yeah, <laughs> nothing. nothing. That's, that's like starring on an episode of Friends Money. 
They'll give you $3 million American dollars, but after Trump, it ain't worth shit. Yeah, so $3 million bucks, I could probably get all those Hydra patches taken off my uniform. <laughs> I would want $3 million in gold bricks right now set aside for me. So by then, it'll be worth who knows how well, much. Well, how do you know well, we're still going to find gold value? Yeah, what if they change? find a gold planet? And it's just like, yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah, well, you know, yeah what if wishes were fishes, Jimmy? Then who cares? Just, wow. Then people who wish a lot would be smelly. <laughs> I just sound like Bill Cosby. <laughs> He's done that twice today. It's really disarming. It's my jelly beans. That's why I won't drink anything today. Oh, I love they're actually taking him to court. Love it. Mm-hmm. Hey, Tony? <laughs> well, they should. Yeah. <laughs> oh, a different one. Oh, yeah, sorry. Get that out of the media, guys. <laughs> uh, let's see. What do we got here? I got, I got a bunch of stuff. What would you like to hear about? I got Jungle Book. I got Beetlejuice 2. I got Black Panther. Oh, Black I say Panther. Jungle Book. Huh? Beetlejuice too. I'd like to hear about Jungle Beetle Panther. <laughs> yeah, you're so fucking greedy. Oh, okay. all right. I, I want it all. <laughs> I'm like Freddie Mercury, and you want it now. Okay, so this uh, Disney Jungle Book came along, and it it was good. Did it make the money? Uh, I made money. It made yeah. money. It made money, and it was good. And it was good. And so then there was another Jungle Book movie that was going to be made. Are they still going to do it? Well, <laughs> oh. Last I heard, it just got delayed. Is this different? It's, well, here's what they've done. They shouldn't do it. Don't I, fuck with I it. agree. They shouldn't do it. The Favreau one was just amazing. Uh, this one was going to be directed by Andy Serkis mm-hmm. and all that. They got looking at it, and they went, huh, okay. Well, let's uh, push it back a while. <laughs> let's push it back like 16, 30 years. 16, 17 years. Let's push it back... <laughs> Hmm, a year. How about that? Nope, yeah, it's not long enough. Um, and let's then bring in the guy who directed Gravity. Alfonso Cuaron. Yes. Yeah. And have him help. Oh, help. <laughs> wow, that's... Why that, would they make it? Like, it's so... It's I don't just, know. I think because they, they can... I mean... They might be too far invested in it. It could be that they've gone too far, and, and they don't have to buy rights to these characters anymore because the Kipling books are so uh, old. Don't... I mean... I, if you're that much invested into it, I guess you got it. But like, if you can pull back and just go, let's just do something else. It's like you know the lesson of Dante's Inferno. They're already so far along that they couldn't stop, and they had to put it out at the same time as that other volcano movie. Volcano. Volcano. Yeah, it's all. I was well, better title. I was gonna say Deep Impact and Armageddon. Right. Yeah. But or, see, Deep Impact wasn't really that good, so Armageddon was like, oh, we'll do it. But like, but it, they, but but Armageddon got diluted because Deep Impact came out and took some of that Armageddon money. It didn't take that much money from it. Twenty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see it. Oh, um, I did not. <laughs> no, but like, if it was reversed, because I mean, like, as, as cheesy as Armageddon is, it's the better of the two. But like, I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> no, you keep I going. I could stay awake. But, like, if Just it was reversed and the better film comes, I mean, because Jungle Book was fucking fantastic. Mm-hmm. Back off. Because you're just going to be like, uh, like, I already saw a good Jungle Book movie this year. Like, I don't need another one. So. Well, it's 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 if, like. If they're invested. And, and somebody was asking me about this. It's a similar situation where it's like, you know, I think, I think you, you can't stop that train. It was like the Civil War <laughs> X-Men apocalypse thing, you know. Yeah, I would have backed off a little more. Uh, and no, 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 I, you could have both of those. Well, yeah, but I think that they overplayed their hand because Civil War came out, got huge reviews. It's still 90s, right, yeah. in the yeah. Rotten Tomatoes. And the guys with the X-Men movie kind of panicked a bit. Yeah. And they did that, oh, they, yeah, well, we'll screen it now. Yeah. They did try to take some of the... That was a mistake. T- take the wind out of their sails. and Because and they showed it a week yeah. for critics, a week after. Like, we'll take some of that steam out of there. And I was like... Well, you kind of no. fucked up, bud. <laughs> they, they panicked, and they should have just followed their model because it was a few weeks later, and 
And although we still remember it fondly, we would have forgotten it a bit. If if they had as critics, like, I mean, you know, no, like three weeks later, yeah. If it was, and that's what the release that's what, was, well, that's it was three weeks later, and that's my thing. I'm kind of excited. I'm going to go see it tomorrow. Back in time, yeah, <laughs> a couple weeks. But you know what I mean, like, yeah, I'm excited because I liked it. It's I, not, think, no. I think you'll like it. No, no, you will like it. But I'm yeah. saying, like, but a week after Civil War, that shit is oh, so yeah. still implanted in your brain. Yeah. That, that was like, a that foolish, was amazing, like that. And yeah. they're like, we're gonna show you our movie now, and you're like, hey, foolish yeah. move. You want to back they, off a little bit, bud? Yeah, they panicked. Oh, by the way, yeah, I'm also gonna be making my own Civil War movie. Oh, Captain America: Civil War. I'll be making my own. It'll be coming out. Next year. <gasps> I'm good excited to see and it's this. Gonna be, and I don't give a fuck. It's going to be just as good. <laughs> I, I have no rights. I have to, <laughs> I'm going to be sued horribly into the ground. Really? I'm, I'm, <laughs> since we're doing that, I'm, I'm announcing that I'll be making another uh, Civil War movie to oh. go up against Shannon. Uh, Civil War with Sybil Shepard. And uh, <laughs> when does it open? Civil, uh, same, Civil, Civil same War? Week as Shannon's oh my movie. God. Did you yeah. just pull out a Civil Shepard joke? Yes, I did. Wow. I should You're win something. better than that. <laughs> Dad, you're better than that. I'm not, See, I'm going to make another I'm Jungle not. Book movie <laughs> where it's an interracial cast. We're going to call it the Jungle Fever Jungle Book. Oh, I, I almost went there, but I thought my Civil Shepherd joke was better. <laughs> it probably so, was. It could have been. So <laughs> I would say I'd give them both uh, equal. Yeah, yeah one, two and, one and a half two stolen testes out of yeah, three. If, I, if I'm doing uh, yeah. the weight testes, yeah. the testes. But weight, you know what? Uh, you know about, the, your si- about your Civil movie? Uh, better than the original. <laughs> it, so yeah, thank you. I'm so glad I already have your endorsement without you even seeing it. Ah, some critics your do it. Ethics. <laughs> your ethics are. Uh, you like my sweater vest? Yeah, it's very okay, nice. Cool. It's very nice. <laughs> a thickly, I like it a lot. Uh, let's see, Beetlejuice two. Don't say it again. Beetlejuice. No, Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. Stop Beetlejuice. it. Shit. Beetlejuice. Michael Keaton just pops out. What's up? Yeah, <laughs> I'm Birdman. <laughs> uh, Wrong costume, Michael. <laughs> oh, hang on a minute. He said this. He said this a while ago, actually, because you know there was all that talk there for a while about it. Oh, it's happening. Yeah. Because you had crazy Winona Ryder on talk show saying, "Oh yeah, yeah." yeah she's stealing purses. <laughs> Yeah, that was young Winona Ryder. Before she realized she was before she realized she was a millionaire. She was like thirty. She was like twenty. Eight. <laughs> that was young. He's not sure. Young He's, Winona Ryder. Now she so, steals cars. Yeah. Um Tim Burton finally weighing yeah. in on this whole thing. He said, This is this is the thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's something I'm interested in. And have been. But I go online and I see all these stories, you know. Saying we're gonna have Johnny Depp instead of Michael Keaton and, and all of these all of these internet rumors and well because people make shit up. It's the internet. Yeah, he says here's the facts. The facts I've, are these. I've talked to Michael Keaton, and I've talked to Winona. It's something I'd like to do, but that's as far as I've gotten. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. Well, I know her schedule's open. I thought there was a script. Is it not a script? He says it, it. He says it's not the kind of movie that cries out for a sequel. Oh my God! What? Wow! That's I thought all movies needed a sequel. Now I think we should reboot it, reimagine it. He says it, Put has, Chris Pine in it the part. has to be just right. I it, hate that term. It has to be something if the elements are right, and if we can get everyone together. But that's as far as it's gotten. <laughs> right. We started. So, you know, I mean, there are whole sites about you oh, know yeah. the developments and and oh. what, what's happening now. And he said, "No, we got together on a Saturday night at a Bennigan's, and we were just yeah. talking. We yeah. talked. That's it. it. 
for Cheesecake Factory, and they're like, where do we put Helena? And I'm yeah. like, uh, we're not doing it without Helena. And I can't shoot Helena. She'll play the sandworm. Yeah, she's, no, she's going she's gonna to play Marina Hara's sister. It just, it just gets back to the whole, you know, when people ask me, what do you think of this? And, and they get mad at me when I say... There's no there there. That's probably not true. You know, uh, they get mad. They really get mad at me I for saying that. And tell I'm like the same thing I tell anybody when they ask me a question. Okay, did I dream I'm this or hungry. not? And maybe you guys talked about this once, but uh, did they cast Michael Keaton in Spider Man? Spider Man? He, he is it's a rumored. He is. I heard a rumor. He is in the movie. They okay. haven't said who he's playing. They have not yet, said who. So, so all of these people who are saying who he's, he's the playing is not been as of this recording that we're doing. You now. don't. You don't put a Keaton. In the vulture, you put no. a Keaton in the Mysterio. Oh, so you don't have to see his face. No, well, you see his face. And, when and he's, when he's, he already played Birdman. Come on, it, exactly. Yeah, it's, well, too, it's too on the nose. Everyone for, says his vulture. vulture. He's played Birdman, and we already have a flying character with right. wings right. in yeah. the in the universe. Right. This. So I think they would do something. I honestly, I think the chameleon. Chameleon's great. Oh. Or or yeah. or because we know this. I know there was a gentleman who used to sit at this table who would scream at me for being naive, but I think we can do a, sh a, a movie with six villains. Perhaps a group of villains I calling would, themselves the Sinister Six. Honestly, I would love Craven the Hunter to show up. Oh, the Last Hunt. Yeah. I think they should just recast Aunt May and make it Michael Keaton. <laughs> I, think, I think it should be Pace Pot Pete. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> Peter. Welcome home, Peter. I think he's going to be. May, you look like shit. He's going to be the new movie Kingpin. Yeah. I, I See, no, it's the same universe. You can't do that. Now again, by the time this episode uh, hits, we, we may know all. Yeah. This, by the time this, this episode yeah. hits, there will be rumors going out I mean, that Shinofrio is playing the Kingpin in the in the Spider-Man movie, and, and that's not true. Uh, yeah, that's I, not I know, true too. But I'm saying we should yeah. just start our own rumors. That's, <laughs> that's why I, I made that's the that's joke. That story, Vincent D'Onofrio is going. Well, yeah, I'd totally be in that movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Why the fuck wouldn't he? Yeah, no kidding. Right. Hey, would you like money? Okay. No, Would you like to not be in your house I've and make money? Law and order money. But, I got but, those royalties rolling But again, it's just a reminder, when an actor says, I'd do it... Doesn't mean they're that doing That doesn't it. mean that it's happening. Right. That's an interviewer. That's someone on a, a red carpet saying... That's yeah. that's my job. Yeah, that's a... That's but I don't, I don't ask those stupid questions. No, you no. should. <laughs> there are a bunch of people to stand next to Jimmy who ask stupid questions like, Would you do it? Hey, Ellen you DeGeneres, know, yes. would you play the chameleon? Sure, yeah, sure. Well, yeah, have him call my... Yeah. <laughs> you heard it here first, Ellen. DeGeneres is the chameleon. I'm, exactly. No, I'm going to do it like right next to the people who do do it. And I'm, I'm going to simplify. <laughs> Would you like some money? <laughs> Would you like a million dollars? How many <laughs> trucks? Yes. For six weeks of work? <laughs> sure. All right. Well, well, here's the thing. Else. Big news. Yes. Mm -hmm. Polly Shore. <gasps> is he going to play the chameleon? Louise he has said. Has said he will, he would totally play Miss Lion. <laughs> I don't know that they can do that right though, because they don't have they don't, Sony doesn't have the rights to Iceman and Firestorm. Oh, we were so close. How could Spider Man and his amazing friends happen without his amazing friends? I just broke Carrie. Uh, <laughs> Miss Lion. Lion. Who's Miss Lion? She's a pet Avenger, dude. Oh, jeez. Miss Lion was uh, Aunt May's uh, little little <laughs> Frenchy little Bichon free fruit fruit doggy. She had a little pink bow. <laughs> So is it going to be like Polly Shore, like in costume, or are we talking like no, motion cap? It's going to be totally mocap. Okay, cool. like whatever. raccoon. It'll be you know. and whenever whenever Bobby would be like, oh, oh, geez, look, it's terrible. The vultures just attacking New York, and the X Men are all paralyzed with bubble gum. And then Bobby would run over and he'd pull the Heisman Trophy over, and the and the the, the boarding house would turn into their headquarters. And if Miss Lyon was in the room, she'd cock her head to the side like. Arr. 
She was so she knew shocked that it was really Spider Man and Iceman. I'm gonna sip the tea. I'm gonna have a great interview with Polly Shore, and I'm like, so how did Andy Circus help you in your motion cap yeah. adventures? Said, well, tilt your head to the side. When Andy's they... a genius, dead. Yeah. <laughs> right. um, is he alive? Is he okay? Polly Shore? Polly Shore? No, he's dead. Yeah, he's still around. I think Polly Shore probably... is dead. Well, that's no, a movie that was not. bullshit. <laughs> no, that movie's true. Well, isn't his dad on the goddamn that's Mitzi. improv? The Mitzi comedy, is yeah. his mother, yeah. Uh, the comedy store or something. Yeah. All All right. His dad is his mother. Uh, and finally, this. This will make you feel good about the Black Panther movie. Panther. I already feel good about it. Yeah. But this is this will really get you excited. Okay. okay. Uh, the director, Brian Coogler, said this about fitting into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's a that's all that matters. Because that's all that matters. It's a specific challenge. What Marvel's doing and what you see a lot of studios doing now that Marvel has done so successfully is making content that exists in a particular universe where the characters tie in and cross over. And I think it's a great creative challenge to me to make this movie as personal as possible. It's going to be my most personal movie to date, which is crazy to say, but it's completely the case. I'm obsessed with this character and this story right now. And I think it's going to be very unique and still fit into the overall narrative that they're establishing. I grew up as a comic book fan, and these same things used to happen in the comic books. You'd have Wolverine's comic books, and they'd be so much darker and more brutal than the X-Men books, but they'd still somehow fit when you open the pages of the X-Men book. It's new to the movies, but it's not new to storytelling. So he gets it. He's excited about the Black Panther comic. The Black Panther was arguably a breakout character in Civil War. It was great. Yeah. To but, say that's going to be his most personal movie, though, I mean, this yeah. is the guy who did Fruitvale Station. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. That's a dark story and, and true. And the fact that he's more excited about this. I'm going to put, put a company on notice really quick, though. Oh. I am. Hasbro. This is your chance. You've got a movie coming out. Not headlined by a white guy. Yeah. <laughs> Let's make some action figures. Transformers. And some with the mask off. Come on. Yeah. No, because <laughs> they, they do it with Tony and Steve. Let's, they, they let's do it with do. T'Challa. So yeah, you've well, got I'm, your opportunity. Well, I'm looking at the cast, and so far, I can only see like one white guy in there. <laughs> and it's Martin Good. Freeman yep. uh, so far on the cast list. So make those toys. I, and I love that it's coming out in February, because I'm not joking about the whole Black History Month thing. I think they should push it. Like, yeah. you, you're yeah. getting your first like black uh, superhero lead. I think it's I think it's it's a really cool. Really cool that he's excited about making Don't that fuck movie. Fuck it up, Hasbro. Yeah. <laughs> I'm watching. Yeah. You. Uh movies, games. Do we have those? And we'll yeah. pull mine up. We'll wrap this episode up. You nice want to go up first? Package. Sure. Dipped in flock. <laughs> Dip, 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 clock. Okay, this is for the week of the. Uh, oh, you know what? Hmm? There's nothing this week. No. Okay. Week of the 13th? <laughs> Good yeah, job. Because <laughs> I'm looking at my release schedule here and I got stuff the 10th of June, and nothing until the 21st after that. Hmm. So go play Overwatch or, uh, or, or the uh, Witcher 3 expansion, Blood and Wine. Witcher 3 is the greatest game of all time. Or you could just kill mud crabs on Skyrim, because that's or, all I ever do. Yeah, or you could do a Fallout 4. Far Harbor DLC is out Oh my now, god, Far Harbor's and that's fantastic. that's cool. Yeah. yeah. They, they put Cthulhu's in the in the Fallout. Yeah. So there's a lot of good games out there. You don't need a new one this week. Go play no. something that's already out. Yeah. Like, Jeez, I guess on. I could 
try to kill the multiple jokers yeah, again, I suppose. Yeah, get those fucking jokers, Yeah, do them. Do you need some help with that, or Carrie? I need someone to do it for me. I mm-hmm. Carrie, I was just about to offer you the, the season pass that I've been offering people who, who are having a hard time with games. I will rent you my 20-year-old son for several hours, and he will finish the game for I just, no, I no, probably no. just need him for like four uh, minutes. Okay, Carrie, well, then he'll fight all know. those multiple Carrie, jokers. Carrie, you're experiencing something we like to call learned helplessness. Is that it? Okay. Okay. So you just need to, you need to have just productive struggles a good thing. And it builds character. Nah, just fuck that. Just no, I just I'll, I'll just have someone do it for me. Let the dream die, Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, movies. Blu-rays and DVDs that are coming out. Uh, London has fallen. It has, I hear. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, because the sequel to Olympus has fallen. Okay, that's what I was always wondering. Is it a sequel? Oh, yeah. it's an absolute sequel. Okay. Like, completely. So it's, but see, the thing is that Olympus has fallen. We actually, uh, Counts and I just talked about this on Big Movie. And Olympus has fallen. I liked Olympus has fallen. It's directed by Anton Fuqua. It's Gerard Butler, basically. It's Die Hard in the White House. Is basically mm-hmm. what it was. And so when this was coming out, we it was I think Cat was in the car, me, Counts, and I want to say Egg, and we're driving to the theater and we're all excited. We're like, yeah, because the first one was great, you know. Mm-hmm. And we started reading trivia on IMDb, and it's like this director dropped out. This director dropped Ooh. out. This writer left like that. And then I was like, oh, no. That does not bode well. Shit. Yeah, the movie <laughs> kind of sucks. There's about 30 minutes that's kind of fun, but the rest is terrible. He so. didn't get his tag of worse than the original on the commercial at all. It's worse than the original. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually on the Blu-ray cover if you look at it. Yeah. Like, I don't know why they chose I'm that one. I'm surprised they went with that's that. That's dumb. It said, it is a movie that happened. <laughs> uh, Tin Cloverfield Lane, which is kind of a sequel as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. I so, liked that movie. I liked it even the, the end. Nope. I liked the end. Hated the fucking ending. You're dumb. Nah. <laughs> I've heard worse. Wow. Well, he got you. <laughs> oh, heard worse. You and your three degrees. Take that. To he the brought bank. the you're dumb. <laughs> uh, X Files: The Event Series is what they're calling it. So the oh, so these, the revamp. It was the six episodes. Uh, yeah. Great, great for when Fox takes all the hallucinogenics and goes to a cowboy club. And God, so fucking good. And the was li- it good? And the Lizard Man. The, the Lizard, Lizard Man episode. I was I, that genius. was the same episode, wasn't it? No, no, no. no. Oh, okay. Genius. Yeah, that, God, that's the that, where, the where lizard is a lizard that turns into a man once every no, so many years. No, he. I thought it was a lizard that turns into a man. He got bit by a man. And he turns turns into a man. man. What are we talking about? X-Files. X-Files. Oh, okay. But seriously, Fox Mulder takes a bunch of hallucinogenic drugs and goes to a cowboy bar, and there's an entire synchronized dance routine. (sighs) It's called line dancing, sir? I don't care. I need to watch that. (laughs) Well, now it's on DVD. Sweet. You can pull up some old tech and watch it. You can do it. Apparently, they're releasing all the, uh, not the original, but all the sequels of Jaws movies. So Uh, two, three, Jaws 3 and 3D. The Revenge. You okay. killed my family. I'm gonna follow you everywhere. I, I love right. I love three and three D because it's an underwater uh, amusement thing where you can go in the glass tubes and watch the ocean. Mm-hmm. What could go wrong? Nothing uh, with nothing. a shark that's bigger than Florida. <laughs> I, I I you all know how much I love the first movie. Yeah, that's amazing. The second one was shit. Yeah. Just just okay. <laughs> <laughs> the rest, well, the third one was terrible, but. When it's just when Jaws it's just his wife, Jaws the Revenge, and Michael Caine is there, and, uh, and Mario Van Peebles. Yes, don't forget that. It is fucking hilarious. Such a fucking great movie. It is hilarious. And remember that shark fucking eats Mario Van Peebles and kills him. And spoiler we're alert, supposed to kill him. Mm. But the, the test audiences were like, "No, don't kill Mario Van so, Peebles." So like they they reshot it. So like um, he survived. It goes the shark goes. <coughs> <laughs> <laughs> And he swims and away. Like, I'm a camo. 
on. <laughs> and he swims away. <laughs> Let's take a bet. How how soon until we get a Jaws like reimagination? Oh, oh. I don't think anybody oh. cares if that if that thing doesn't fly away in a tornado. No one wants it. That's true. Yeah, he's no, got a point. No, the name's too big. Catnado. Jaws will well, make a Jaws. You know where they're making their money with Jaws now is their merchandise. Action figures. It's oh, a, wait, it's, really? It's actually, it's shoes. Did you yeah, see the, the shoes? shoes. No, I, I Our friend story. Brooks has it. What? Yeah. yeah. They're these they're great. Uh, vans or something. Really? With Jaws artwork on it. That's Remember cool. I tagged you uh, on, I Jaws saw is on like, one and the, and the girl swimmers on the other. Yeah, and so when you stand, it's the poster. Vans yeah. is really getting into that kind of oh, stuff because yeah. they just released some uh, Nintendo themed there shoes, There's some Nintendo too. shoes I want to get. They're cool. cool. Yeah. Maybe they'll make shoes from my movie Chimpnado. Woo! <laughs> oh, I want to yeah. see that fucking yeah. movie. This is a tornado <laughs> full of chimpanzees. <laughs> it's, like so, it's a comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Every once in a while, a chimpanzee wanna, flies out of the chimpnado. I want to see that fucking movie. Flying out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Gary, Gary, you might be into this. The Star Trek, the original <laughs> series, is on Blu-ray. The entire series. Uh, I own them. Do you already have them all? Yeah. Maybe it's a re-release. Right, it Chips must be a re-release. Yeah. Uh, Eddie the Eagle is now out. Mm. That, no, it's actually. Oh, you like that? It's That's actually right. really. If you like yeah. 80s ski movies, oh, like, do I? Oh, it's oh. <laughs> a very specific well, genre. Like hot dog. <laughs> hot dog. Ski school. Ski patrol. I mean, there's tons of. Better them. off dead. Yes. Yeah, that is yeah. ski finale. That's actually a good one. Yeah. That's you actually yeah really good. The street value of this mountain. <laughs> or watch what was it, it wasn't like the finale, but uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Did a whole homage yeah. to God, yeah. to ski eighty uh, ski movies. Anyway, <laughs> the whole score is like synthesizer. <laughs> that was like my favorite part. But it's Hugh Jackman and Taron Edgerton from uh, Kingsman. Kingsman, yeah. So uh, Exy. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's actually really good. Check it out. Uh, the Bourne Classified Collection is now out. It's all the Bourne movies. I've been loving the drop that you've been playing about. Uh, <laughs> I got new... that from uh, Family Guy. I yeah, think. it's nothing. Hey, it's we're new newborn. Do we have, but Matt was it? Matt Damon's not Matt available. Matt Damon's not available. Who do we have? Uh, we got that uh, the sixth listed guy on the Avengers. Avengers, the Arrow guy. <laughs> so well, does he look like Born? Uh, yeah, he, he looks like a young Popeye. Like a young Popeye. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Uh, I heard this show was actually good, and I don't know if it was HBO or not, but Ballers with The Rock. I've heard that's good too. I've heard it's good too. Yeah. Was it HBO? Yeah, no, it's Showtime. Oh, was it Showtime? Showtime. Yeah. Carrie's no, it's HBO. I, th- I thought it's, it was HBO. It's HBO. It's, it's not. It was not TV or Showtime. It's HBO. It was HBO. <laughs> it's 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 Entourage in the sports world. Ah, uh, it's okay. the same show. It's got Rob Caudry. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm not interested. I don't no. care. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Carrie will be excited because they have the uh, the Blues Brothers double features on Blu-ray. Oh, there's no. only one. <laughs> no, there's only one. There's only one <laughs> Blues Brothers there's movie. Only- yeah, don't I don't do that. I don't unless it's a special you... concert film that you're yeah. talking about yeah. along with the yeah. original Bruce. Yeah. No, yeah. it's it's the one where uh like uh, John Goodman No, I, no <laughs> that didn't happen. You gotta fucking issue a trigger warning. That's fucking you movie. bring up that other fucking that movie, movie did not Gary. happen. But look the picture is no, right show there. On the goddamn thing. <laughs> you talking about Blues Brothers 2000? It, ah! it happened. <laughs> The last that didn't happen. All right, all right, Carrie, 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 look at me, oh, look at terrible. me. He's just making shit up. I know he is. That that's never happened. There was no never. one. No. But there's no a one. picture, there's like right here. No, yeah, that's Photoshop. Photoshop that. Yeah. No one would, would put John that, Goodman in a Blues Brothers movie. No one movie. would do that. No, no. I don't even think John Belushi had a brother. No, he did not. There was never was Jim ever another. I know, I know, I know. There was never another Highlander movie, and he just you know he gets he gets mean sometimes, and that's I know. We've worked so hard for 
have to scrub God, remember all that? fucking You know what? If you got a complaint, slide. give it to Olaf, all right? Remember that, <laughs> remember, that, remember that time we had to go to, to Video Verns and, and Hall carry out because he, he went into that apoplectic shock? Oh, yeah. What is this? Yeah, <laughs> well, what is this? Now, Tony will what be... What the fuck is this? <laughs> no, we, we've talked about Lee's... Um, Highlander 2 situation in the theater. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Where mm-hmm. he stood up and shouted, this is bullshit, and, and ran out. Uh, <laughs> well, I sat back down. Well, sat I just, back down, I just yelled every, a lot. But yeah. everybody else in the theater was like, oh, fuck, that guy's going to kill us. No, they were all <laughs> very... Qu- white guys were killing people in theaters. <laughs> yeah. Well, Ooh. I wasn't a teenager. They had nothing to worry about. When, when, when the movie that doesn't exist existed... Blues Brothers 2000. That alternate dimension. <laughs> and I was, I, was working, I was working a weird shift at a radio station, so I had to go by myself. Luckily. And it was like a matinee or something. I just remember being the only one in the theater mm-hmm. and yelling no an awful lot. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how Carrie got arrested for masturbating yeah. in the theater. And I yeah. would just imagine you sitting there and one tear rolls down yes. your cheek. Yes. Oh, like the Indian where it's like, <laughs> don't, don't, and, don't and waste Utah. Carrie saw his pollution. And my this is bullshit moment. Yeah. When somehow Elwood is able to turn the Bluesmobile into a submarine. Yeah, that happened. Oh, Carrie, it didn't happen. No, no. Look at me. Look at me. Didn't happen. Alpha. (laughs) Alpha. (laughs) Rusty trike. (laughs) Rusty trombone. Rusty trombone. He's activating the erasing Nine. This is the fail safe. Beaver time. (laughs) One. (laughs) Stagecoach. 12, 13. Thank you. (laughs) All right. That's Blues Brothers two thousand. Oh, no, I'm, I'm not, uh, ah, there it goes again. What, what, what else is it? Uh, the last thing is uh, Tony's going to love this one. Conan: The Complete Quest is now on Blu-ray. Yeah. <laughs> so what? What movies? What is that? That's uh, Conan two thousand. Oh, what? what? Did he? <laughs> did he? <laughs> did he have a submarine too? That's called Hercules so, in no, New it's, York. It's just, <laughs> it's just called Conan: The Complete Quest, and it's the Barbarian and the Destroyer. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, it's two movies, a complete yeah, quest. He, he, it's like he went out, he found some no, guys to hang I, out with. Grace I, Jones kicked. I did a couple yeah. errands. Come here, Magic Johnson. Let's go. Let's it's go. Like, thing. Uh, I feel as though I've crossed my enemies, seen and driven before me, and heard the lamentations of re- their women. Remind my me, my quest I, is over. I need to pick that up for my attorney. He will love that. Yeah. Okay. We Boom! Go. That's it. Stagecoach nine. <laughs> so the last part. Of, the last part of the activation trigger. Monday through Friday, six to ten. That's all he cares. That's right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was it he was talking about? Uh, Mr. B, if you would. Oh, so I'd just like to say um, yes to answer your question. Yes, yeah. um, I would, if asked, play Ham in its biopic. Oh, I would do it. That would, you would do that? I would do Thank that. Thank you. Yeah. Good for in, uh, Shannon Barnson's playing Ham in the <laughs> Deadpool sequel. <laughs> All right. So thank you for sticking through the episode. I know how painful that is. Uh, <laughs> but here's your reward at the end. Celebrities! Woo! The reward of celebrities is always, well, usually welcome. <laughs> These are some good ones, too. These though. are some good ones. But, yeah. Okay, where do, where do we begin? First, it's the uh, it was the uh, the Finding Dory uh, junket that you went to. Yeah, Finding Dory, the sequel to Finding Nemo. For those who do not know, if mm-hmm. you do not know that, then you are living under a rock. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so there's th- there were three rooms, uh, a lot of fun. Uh, we'll start the first one off with uh, the director, Andrew Stanton. He's uh, excellent. He, well, yeah, he actually did the first one, and... Uh, Really good director, though. Yeah, um, I've interviewed him. He's he's a he's an interesting guy. Pixar usually picks really good directors. Yeah. Like I mean, Pete Doctor. Is one oh of them. yeah. I mean, the guy's a genius. So yeah, uh, same same thing. Andrew Stanton and then uh, the producer Lindsay Collins. Uh, two great people. You can just tell how excited they are to be back. You know, and, mm-hmm. and to, to continue this story. 
uh, of Dory and Nemo and, and Marlin. So. And and now, how many years has it been since the first one? Thirteen years. And I'm sure that the technology has advanced. I'm glad you said that because my first question. <laughs> it's uh, almost like I do this for a living. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my first question to him was actually, you know, it's been thirteen years. Was there? Was it more of a? Was it challenging or more beneficial? And having that much time in between. And the first thing he said was, technology-wise, the most beneficial thing. He's like, we, there's things we did in this movie. Like, uh, uh, Ed O'Neill plays a, an octopus, octopus na- named yeah. Hank. And he goes, we, there's no way we could have done that. He's like, because he's changed colors, right? Well, it's not as much the changing colors. It's, and they, they kind of go into this, and they'll say it in a much more professional manner than I'm about to. But it's because there's no structure to him. He, like, yeah. can, oh. he can squish down. It's like it's like the waves of water. That's right. There's no there's no like skeletal structure to him. So it's like so it would it, be difficult. It has to do like every frame or something. It's they get into it, but like it's so yeah. Technically, 13 years later, it was beneficial to to be able to do this. So and then, you know what? I'll just shut my mouth and I'll just let them say it. Here we go. Pleasure to meet both of you. First of all, thank you so much for a beautiful, another beautiful Pixar film. Good. Um, so, f- first of all, you know, 13 years it's been since the original one. Was that more challenging or beneficial for Technological that? Technological-wise, it was huge benefit. Suddenly mm-hmm. we could do all this stuff with water we never could have done before, mm-hmm. like breaking the surface and having it slosh around in coffee pots and all that stuff. And then an octopus we could have never done 13 years ago. Right. Sure. Yeah. What is it about the octopus that makes it so difficult to do it's that? It's a lot, it's same as water. It's never the same shape per frame. So it's like all the hmm. massive calculations going on all the time. It's really There's expensive. There's not a structure, yeah. you know, that we can use a skeleton. <laughs> I mean, he yeah. collapses and squishes and sure. squashes. And so yeah. it's really tough. For you, is it more fun voicing Crush or a loudmouth clam? <laughs> well, um, uh, probably the loudmouth clam simply because it's just kind of new. Yeah. You got to talk like this, but it gets annoying fast. <laughs> you know, we're Crush, you can kind of be cool for a lot longer. I, yeah. But I, I've so, been doing Crush for so long that I'm, it's kind of old hat. What's Crush's favorite word to say? Uh, whoa. Well, yeah. <laughs> you know. That's a good one. Yeah. To- totally awesome, as he likes to say a lot, too. Yeah. For you, what do you Utah! Want? <laughs> yeah, he likes that word. That's his favorite word. Well, he also likes to, he also likes to interrupt a lot. <laughs> that was Big Mouth Clan. Welcome to Utah. I wonder, that's interesting that you play yeah. two characters interrupt. And they should like talk they to each other and just keep interrupting each other. It would just be you in the booth. Just yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Knock, knock yeah. What do you want children to walk away with message-wise? There's a certain amount of, you know, Dory's kind of self-acceptance, obviously, and mm-hmm. that her, you know, stopping apologizing for the the... The thing she sees is her biggest flaw. And I think she spends a lot of time saying, I'm sorry, I suffer from short-term memory loss. And then kind of about the end of the film, she doesn't apologize for herself anymore because I think she starts to see it as kind of the thing that makes her unique and the thing that everybody loves most about her and is so defines her that you can't imagine her ever being or wanting her to be cured of that. So there's a big message there for that that I think is pretty universal. Mm. Yeah. One thing I love about Pixar films are the Easter eggs. Mm. Are there mm. any scenes that we should kind of keep out, keep an yes. eye out? There, there's a there's lot. A lot. <laughs> Anytime you see a number, it might mean something. Um, when you think time you see something hanging on the walls or stuck on to like the covers of cupboards of things, you should look there. Tattoos, band-aids. Tattoos, band-aids. <laughs> Uh, there's a lot, a lot of there's, there's a lot, lot of stuff. There's, there's obviously the Pizza Planet truck, and uh, yeah. there's, there's a, a there's two Die Hard references. Nice. Yeah. No, I know. There's a lot. There's a lot to <laughs> pay attention to for sure. Yeah. One thing I think a lot of people are going to be asking about, and, and it's an amazing joke, is Sigourney Weaver. And so way to ruin it. Like, yeah. No. You don't. I didn't say no what context. It is. No context. Didn't say what it is. But yeah. I just want to know where that came from and how you got uh, to it agree. It made us laugh, and we <laughs> thought this is so weird. It's never going to happen. We'll yeah. cut it before it happens, and it just we kept adding it. Yeah. 
and it was funny. And yeah. so, yeah, it was just one of those jokes we thought was going to be no way. It's, 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 yeah. it's so funny. It's bubblicious. <laughs> um, yeah, we were, uh, we were, we were like, oh, there's, we're gonna. This is so weird that nobody's gonna let us keep it yeah. in a movie. Yeah. And then it kept kind of getting bigger and bigger and bigger. So we, we are so, we're super happy that it's in there. <laughs> One, one thing I appreciated, I actually just went on, a, my friend's a fourth grade teacher, and we just took the kids on a field trip to the aquarium. Yeah. And I, I love how you made the touch tank one of the most horrifying things yeah. in the world. Yeah. Wouldn't it be, though? It, yes. Yeah. <laughs> we just love, and the, the thing that we love, I love, and it was actually Lee Unkridge's idea, who's the other, another director at Pixar, who was like, you have to have a shot, though, in the middle of all the mayhem where you cut outside. And it's just quiet. And it's just serene. like this quiet, serene. <laughs> yeah. Like the kids are like, hee hee hee. And, like, and then you cut back in, and it's like, nom, yeah, basically. Awesome. So. And then, last thing, real fast, I'd love to ask this of everybody because it's my favorite question uh, that tells a lot about somebody. What oh, is no. your go to karaoke song? Oh! What is my go to oh, karaoke oh, oh, song? Um, why does that uh, trigger? Because uh, <laughs> we just did it on the Yeah, I did. Say under pressure. Great one. That's one of mine. I do like a Grease, You're the One That I Want, just because it requires one. somebody to sing it with me, or a little Kiki D and Elton John. <laughs> and or to be thematic, Don't You Forget About Me is not a bad one either. No. Perfect. Pleasure being both of you. Sure. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, who do we have next? Then? Next, uh, two great television stars. Actually, it's funny, you, you'll... Through all these uh, stars I interviewed, they're all television stars. Yeah. When you, when you really think about it. So this one is actually a Salt Lake City native Ty Burrell from uh, Modern Family. Uh, funny guy. And you don't hear it in this, but we actually got into it because uh, he owns Bar X. It's, it's a, a very, if you ever are in Salt Lake. Yeah. Or if you're in Salt Lake. <laughs> uh, Bar X and the beer bar next door. It, ter terrific place. What do they call them, like mixologist? It's like one of those things where it's like it's more of an artistry watching them make the drinks. Yeah, I, I, I know one of the guys who uh, who owns it with him. Yeah, and they're total nerds at Bar X, <laughs> uh, and and they would they would take that title. They would say, yes, we're we're all about you know doing it right. I mean, yeah. like their I, even their ice machine was like this $3,000 thing, and, it, and it's designed just, you know, to have less air in the ice. I mean, it, that's, yeah. how, that's how they brew their own ginger beer. Sure. You know, uh, stuff like that. Hey, if you're going to own yeah. it, you know, if that's your artistry, get the best. And that's why I always, when people come in from out of town, I say, let me take you to a place that's like where you're from, <laughs> you know, grown up. <laughs> oh, not the local Hooters where everybody's wearing wedding rings. <laughs> Sucks. So Ty and who Ty Burrell and then there? Caitlin Olson. Uh, most people know her as Sweet D on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. That's right. Or Larry David's bitchy. Uh, what is it? It'd be his uh, sister-in-law because she plays his wife, his wife's sister. Oh, that's right. She treats him like absolute shit. That's right. I, and she's funny as hell. She so is funny. Yeah. So they play. Um, she's a tiger shark and he is a whale that has sonar. And uh, we get into learning whale talk, you know, because if you remember Nemo, there's whale talk, you know. Yeah. So uh, how they learned it and how how many hours of recording they had to do it. All right, here you go. It's a pleasure to meet both of you. You uh, too. You guys both play whales. How much? Uh, how many hours of recordings are there of you guys doing whale talk and, and kind of hooting and hollering? I feel no. like I spoke whale for at least a year and a half straight. <laughs> That's what yeah. it felt like, yeah. A lot of whales. I somehow, as a whale... Mm -hmm. um, never, never spoke, spoke whale. Yeah, <laughs> but you did a lot of hooting and hollering. I you... did a lot of uh, echolocating, mm -hmm. which sounds sort of like a clinically depressed yeah, ambulance. Yeah, like keening. <laughs> uh <-huh>. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. keening ambulance. With Pixar films, to, in your opinion, what do you think speaks to all ages? How do these films do that? Boy, I think uh, one of the big things which we've been talking about a lot is that they're they're not afraid to address serious topics. Mm -hmm. We the the humor always kind of ties people, uh, grown ups and and kids, to these movies. I mm -hmm. think, but 
the thing that Pixar and Disney has all have always done is is address serious topics and understand that kids are are capable and actually want I need that outlet. Yeah. You guys were obviously assigned your animals, but what sea creatures do you think really fits your personality? I'm probably a like an otter. An otter? <laughs> yeah, like, you know, I'd like to carry people on my back and just snuggle. You know? And I'm well, cute and funny. Now I right? don't all I want to do is be an otter. Yeah. Because that just sounds cool. Doesn't that sound nice? And just like kick back while you're eating and maybe yeah, throw a baby back. on here. <laughs> So obviously, you know, doing the voice acting, and you both are amazing television stars. Uh, is it more difficult working on set with other actors, or is it more difficult sitting in a booth by yourself? Sitting in a booth by yourself yeah. is yeah. more difficult. Yeah, it's uh, Ty and I got to work together twice for two sessions, and it was so much fun because you had another actor there, and yeah. we got to yeah. play off of each other. And yeah, it's it's it. This isn't digging ditch by any means. <laughs> yeah. I don't mean to make it sound like it's really hard, but when you are in there alone. It can be challenging, you know, you're just kind of, it, feel, it can feel very technical, mm. where you're just trying to sort of hopefully give them as many choices as you can mm -hmm. without really necessarily feeling um, that moment, which you do get with another actor where it, oh, like, oh, that was, that was great. That like, was we, so, yeah. we all, everybody felt it. But uh, Andrew Stanton, the director on this, is completely actor friendly and really, and is a great he's performer. He's a great actor. Yeah, he's, he's in he, he's in the film too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, so he, he you do feel it's better than than a lot of situations. You do actually feel engaged. Yeah. One of my favorite questions asked as we wrap it up. Uh, it, I think you'd find a lot about somebody with this. Is what is your go to karaoke song? I am not a karaoke. I, uh, person. I haven't karaoke since college. I, that's that <laughs> is most telling. It. Yeah, I think, I think that might be your <laughs> answer. We're not karaoke people. <laughs> I would never. I'm so intimidated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What if they learn that I can't sing and yeah. I embarrass myself? Yeah. 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 Pleasure meeting both of you guys. You too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Told you. Uh, let's see then. Oh, now this is the big room. This is the big one. Yeah. Uh, because yeah. both these people are legends. Well, um, yeah, Ed O'Neill. I love Ed O'Neill. I watched Married, Married with Children as a kid. Yeah. I love Modern Family nowadays. He's, and he's terrific on there. Yeah. And he was actually one of my favorite parts of Wayne's World, if you ever saw Oh, him. yeah. The psychotic, yeah. like, food <laughs> restaurant was. owner. <laughs> he wasn't that, I forgot. <laughs> so, yeah, Ed O'Neill. Well, he's brilliant. And then, uh, Dory herself, Ellen DeGeneres, who is... Who's a legend. I mean... I you think know. she's one of the most popular talk show hosts today. You know? Absolutely. And so it's kind of funny. Like, I mean, we didn't really get into it, but in my mind, I'm like, I wonder how it is for her being on the other side, you know, because she interviews people every single day of her life. And then now she's being interviewed. Getting, getting bombarded with mm -hmm. all us idiots. So, mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, I just got into it, the continuation of, of story and, and whatnot. And if it's uh, uh, harder to work with people on set or to stand alone in a booth and do everything by yourself. All right, let's listen. It's an absolute honor to meet both of you. Thank you. You too. For you, I mean, obviously this is an older character for you, and you're you're new to the game yes. um, in this franchise. What was the first thing you associated with your character to, to make you feel connected to it? I mean, for me, it was you know I, I was Dory before, so sure. I just became the same Dory, yeah. um, and it was and it's a it's a character that's really fun to slip into because yeah. she is so positive and so optimistic and and filled with wonder and innocence. So I love getting into that character was fun. Well, for me, it was just when I saw the animation was so brilliant. Yeah. Um, you know, I was just, I just didn't want to get in the way of the, of the thing. So I was just hoping that I could sink 
into it and, and you know, and not screw it up. Yeah. <laughs> that uh, was for, it. For you, was it hard to get back into that character after so many years? It really wasn't. I, I kind of worried about that a little bit after campaigning for it for so long, and then it finally is here. It's like, what if I can't do it again? Mm -hmm. um, so, no, it wasn't. It was it was really easier than I thought because I hadn't obviously done Doi's voice in a long time. I didn't walk around doing it. So when I went into the studio, it was just like right there. What's the most challenging aspect of working you know, you guys work on television, obviously, but you have somebody to actually act with or what you know talk with, rather than being in a studio booth by yourself. Everything. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I don't mind doing it. I don't know, <laughs> but I don't mind working alone. I, I probably should because I I realize that the best part of acting is working with someone else and playing off other people. Sure. But we had no choice, and um, so I I just look at it like a almost like a, a young kid in a sandbox just having fun it's yeah it's not the being alone I mean I think it would be fun to do it with Ed but um, being alone is it's just more of you every single thing that you have to get across every emotion everything is without body language or the benefit of a facial expression it is only your voice sure. so you have to get emotion across you have to get panic across you have yeah. to get the subtle little you know, hmm, huh, you know, it's right, just, right, and it right, can't, right. It, you can't use anything but your voice. Yeah. So it's, it's so specific uh, on, on, it's a different kind of acting. Yeah. But I use my body, it, I just know it's not going to be seen. Yeah, yeah, sure. But I can't do it without sure. using, you yeah. know, <laughs> to, to, to drive it through. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> As being like pretty much one of the, a few of the actors are Pixar veterans, did you give any of the other actors that are new to, to the Pixar family any tips or the kind of things that, to expect with, you no, know, I didn't want to help any of them. <laughs> I, I was not going to give them any kind of a leg up because, you know, I wanted to shine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I, you know, I didn't see anybody until now. I haven't yeah. seen people for three years. This is, this is me meeting everybody all of a sudden. Yeah. I felt a little pressure because I, once I realized uh, all my stuff was with Ellen, I thought, oh, my God, and this is a big, you know, Finding Nemo and now this. Sure. And I hope I, I don't want to, I didn't want to disappoint her. Yeah. You know. Because I'm with her, the yeah. whole, you know, so much of the time. And he didn't. He, he, he shines in this film. One of my favorite questions to ask anybody, because I think it tells a lot about a person, is what is your go-to karaoke song? I guess uh, mine is Guns N' Roses' Welcome to the Jungle. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're looking at me like you want Yeah. <laughs> like you have one. Uh, I actually, I, I don't have one, and I love yeah. music. I mean, I, and I, I love... Probably a Katy Perry song or something, right? Oh, my my daughter loves Katy Perry. Uh, uh, you <laughs> know, I, no, no, it would be back like like a Sam Cooke thing, like uh, oh, that's Cupid. Good. Okay, perfect. Cupid, you know, that's something like that. I would like to see you sing like a Justin Bieber's "Sorry" or something. You know, <laughs> if could I? Or what do you mean? I'd weep. I'd yeah. weep. <laughs> Pleasure meeting both of you. Thank you so much. You Thanks. too. Thank you. Thank you. Nice job. Thanks. Well, there you go. Woo. Thank you, Jimmy. Good old Ellen, and, and uh, I'll just say it because um, you you'll be fine. But uh, great karaoke answer. It's my I one think of my so. favorite. Welcome to the Jungle, Guns and Roses. <laughs> I would a good have, one. I would have never guessed it. I wonder if she does the axle. You know, the, the, <laughs> I bet the she does. And back and forth move that he does. If you've seen her show, she's in the dance scene, so I wouldn't yeah. be surprised. I noticed that you didn't ask the question that I wanted to know. What was that one? That was if she had any naughty pictures of Portia on her phone. <laughs> no, I am not going to ask her I that. <laughs> have a crush on Portia de Rossi. Oh, she's gorgeous. Where are all the women that I love so far out of touch? Well, I don't know. I don't understand. <laughs> Kate McKinnon and, you know. Kate McKinnon, Portia de Rossi, Joan Jett. What's wrong with me? What happened? You got to type. I guess. <laughs> all right. Uh, thank you very much. We'll see you next week. Geekshowpodcast.com.